Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It's time to play Dungeons & Dragons. You're watching Dice & Dungeons, and I'm here at the table with... I am David Wong. I play Nine Tabaxi Bard. I'm Nicole. I play Soria, the Changeling Druid. I'm Greg, and I'm playing Allseth Ralph, the Frimbog Fighter. And I'm Alexis Bates, your trusty dungeon mistress. Uh, we are back this week with a couple of announcements to get out of the way before we start. Of course, our returning sponsor has uh, been with us from the beginning is Geekified. Geekified is a tabletop gaming store out of Vinton, Iowa. that takes online orders and in store for all your tabletop role-playing game needs. Perhaps you are looking forward to the new magic set that's coming out towards the end of July, which is the first Magic the Gathering D&D crossover. Forgotten Realms, for those who haven't heard of it. Maybe you're just looking to pick up some miniatures, uh, trade in some magic cards, or buy a new board game. Whatever it is, Geekified has you covered. If you use our link, geekified.us, forward slash discount forward slash dice and dungeons that link's going to be posted in our twitch chat and on the youtube description that link gets you five percent off your first order and buying things through it helps support the show so it's a great way to entertain yourself or you know brighten a friend's day with something new and shiny so thank you again to geekified for all your support we appreciate it and thank you to anyone who buys things through that link we appreciate you as well and now to nicole um, coming up soon, as I mentioned last week, we have our Patreon coming up. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Um, Patrician. Patrician. <laughs> Patricians are patrons. But um, They're going to no. contact us to make sure we say the name right. Patreon. <laughs> they can pay us if they want me to not mangle their name. Patreon. <laughs> is coming up That's soon. That's fair. And <laughs> thank you. Um, we are going to be going live with our Patreon soon. We are looking to start it at the beginning of next month. That's August 1st. And um, next week we should have a little bit more information about it, but uh, just trying to throw that out on the radar. Thank you to our uh, viewers and hopefully our future Patreoners. The Patreon will... <laughs> our future patricians. Our future patros. Patros. Anyone who supports us through our inevitable Patreon is going to help support content like Relaxing Painting with Soria, which, if you haven't caught it, and sometimes just Ulseth. We've done a just Ulseth a couple of times. There was now. one just Soria as well. And there was one just Soria. Uh, if you haven't caught some of our relaxing painting streams, they are Tuesday and Friday afternoons at 3 p.m. and usually go to between like 4.30 and 5. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to be launching a new instructional YouTube series Hopefully for so. uh, really targeting kind of new players, new DMs, talking about... Um, rules of Dungeons and Dragons and how to play uh, a lot of the tips tricks and advice that Nicole and I as two DMs have learned over our uh, well combined more than 40 years, years yeah. and we've each been DMing for more than two decades now 
That's true. So we have quite a bit of experience, a lot of history, a lot of games, and we are going to start sharing it. So if you do support us on Patreon, you're going to help support great content like that. And we will greatly appreciate it. Um, anyway, I think that's it for our announcements today. So with that, we will kick off the show. Welcome back, Dungeoneers. We are rejoining our party after a rather tumultuous ending to the last session. The group spent the day meeting members of the Fervin Guard and learning about their mission to preserve and understand Fervin technology. They also met the Gwithna Ikram, or Arcane Masters, not that they particularly like that name, when they arrived in Nordfeld to investigate the so-called murder cult. What they discovered in those bleak sewers was unsettling, to say the least. A breakdown between dimensions, a yawning chasm into an infinite void. Although the party was overwhelmed by the experience and rather quickly lost consciousness, the Gwithna Ikram closed the dimensional incursion. We closed the session with the party recovering back at the company house. So that's where we're going to pick up today. I think you guys had... At the very end of the session, gone uh, gone to sleep after you tried to turn into a spider to spy on Dole and found that he had put up an arcane barrier around his room. That rat. is correct. And then you all went to bed, and uh, Ulseth, you rolled a nat 20 before we started this session on an impromptu uh, pretzel morning check. So, croissant morning. Croissant morning. Yes. Croissant Excuse morning, me, a croissant yes. morning. So you're having a croissant morning. You're feeling particularly good. And I will uh, give you DM inspiration for having such a croissant morning, since we are leaning into the food theme on this show. Yeah, this is a hungry well, campaign. Well, thank you for that. You are welcome. That name, Hungry Hungry Adventurers? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Please don't make that your party name. <laughs> oh, it was well, good to have party. a rest after that horrible, tumultuous day yesterday. You want to see this rune I wrote? No. <laughs> no. I did learn one thing. What did you learn? That a class 10 temporal incursion is a bad thing. Are we sure? Yes. How do we know? Because Dull almost um, did not survive it. I mean, we don't really know that much about him. Well, perhaps we should ask him if a class 10 temporal incursion is a bad thing. 
he did yes, indicate... I need you to distract him anyway. Mm-hmm. I need to slip more cars into his pocket. <laughs> he did indicate when you guys were questioning him uh, right at the end of the session that it was the worst phenomenon that he'd ever seen. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's probably safe to assume it was bad. I think I was correct that it was bad. I don't know. I think a temporal incur- or a dimensional incursion with the Fey Wild would be nice. Okay, so what shall we do today after <laughs> after having imbibed in my croissant? Um, well, I think we should have some breakfast and see if Dole's still here. Okay. I think we could, um, if he's awake and willing, we could maybe get some more information out of him. About the dimensional incursion? Yeah. Why, how, all that. Maybe I can sell this rune I wrote down. <laughs> I'm sure he would like to see it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, probably, actually. To the buffet, then. Well, wait, yes, well, I will get two pieces of dry toast. We'll have <laughs> breakfast and see if Dole <laughs> And what are you going to do out. with them? Uh, eat it. Oh. <laughs> it's just two pieces of dry toast. I'll have, I'll have biscuits and gravy if I have it. Um... Well, let's see. Oh, yeah. They have excellent biscuits and gravy. I will have some excellent biscuits and gravy Mm. with some nice sausage in it, probably. Oh, yeah. Um, Why don't you roll... Why don't you roll a I ate too much check? Is that a constitution save? Yeah, constitution (laughs) save. I thought you were going to say we're all a sausage check, and I thought we needed to raise our age limit. <laughs> Eight. You ate too much. You feel a little full. I feel a little full, guys. It's kind of that, like, oh, no, I'm super American. This happens every time I have biscuits and gravy. Yeah. I mean, it feels good, but it also doesn't. Okay. I will have some biscuits and gravy, too, as I like them. Does, oh. it, have, does it have some heat in it? Is there a little bit of... Um, I mean, no, but I put some hot sauce on it. Okay. In Nordfeld, there's not a whole lot of spice on most of the food. Mm. It's all like sage and... I got a 14 on my biscuits and gravy. Careful. You you ate quite a bit, but you recognized when you should stop and you did. Mm. So you were feeling uh, filled, but not Mm -hmm. full. So is it like a sage and thyme gravy with, uh, with the sausage? Yeah. Yeah, they, they, I like that description. That's what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I would like your, to eat my dry toast on the steward's desk. How was your toast desk. nine? <laughs> <laughs> on the steward's desk. Yeah, just... Uh-huh. Okay. Just don't pierce the toast. Should we go see Dull now? Well, I was saying, I, I had, did he, has he come out at all while we were eating? Yeah, he can, he'd probably come out of his room after a little while, and he would sit down, have uh, uh, in a somewhat expected turn, I'm sure, to those who have watched and listened to Dull. Um, he is also having dry buttered toast. And butter. It's not dry if it's butter. <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose that is true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. He's having buttered toast, but only very lightly. Such an extravagance. Uh, a little he's bit of coffee. wild today. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's just sitting I down at the table. I give him some bananas. Um, writing in a journal. 
Do you want to start? No. I just want to look over his shoulder and see what he's writing. What are you writing, Dole? I'm writing notes on what happened the other night. Oh, yeah. What did happen the other night? We passed out after a while. We entered into a chasm of unimaginable terror. Is that Interesting. I would like to try to take a card out of his pocket. Okay. I, I slide uh, a hand check, which you already yeah. seem to have jumped yes, ahead. Yes, uh, 19. Okay. You managed to uh, get a card out of his pocket. Excellent. Is there a particular spot you want to aim for that's a particularly good roll? So I'll uh, let you kind of pick where in the deck you want to target. Does he kind of just like take the card and go to the back? Yeah, yeah, he's, he starts at the front, flips it to the back. So then just somewhere in the front, because I don't think he did the full rotation yet. Okay. And just make sure I don't pull out the card that I put in. So I'll take a look at it. Well, he already read that, so you should know that it's near the back, right? Yeah, yeah it is near the back, so it'd be right. a very low probability that you pulled that card out. And you did not when I rolled. The card you pulled out has basically terms and conditions for uh, some sort of service. It, it's somewhat of context. It just reads, uh, uh, and the party agrees to provide the, the uh, arcane masters with the pre-arranged compensatory crystals reagents and other and then that's all it says it stops there well i'm just gonna hold on to that add to my inventory okay are you putting a new one in no no because i i think i am fairly certain he's counting his cards oh because you had added one but didn't remove one that makes sense all right you were a doll yes (laughs) you said that you had seen unimaginable terror do you think that it may have anything to do with Graz Dunbalin I don't know what that is I believe so I it cannot means say it is or is not a great to dark- do with yes I believe it translates to the great darkness that is a particularly vague concept but I cannot claim that it does or does not have anything to do hmm. with what we witnessed last night. Can't you describe some of what you did see? I'm sure that I'm going to regret this, but to the best of my ability to describe things that are, in my opinion, inherently indescribable, what I witnessed were terrible contortions of space. Twisting, writhing, masses of pure horror and torture. I am... Is that common? No. Were there living entities in there, or was it just... sort of... space folding on itself? If there was something that could be ascribed... living... as a descriptor... I would not know what it looks like. Everything that I witnessed was so truly terrifyingly foreign to anything that I had ever conceived of or imagined. I'm not sure alive is a descriptor that appropriately fits it. 
Wow. You're holding up very well. Thank you. I do plan to have these memories removed and retained for later storage, so that I should no longer have to live with them. Wait, how do you uh, take memories out of people? How do I do it? Is that what you asked? Yes. Well, there are several devices, incantations, and rituals that the Gwith Nyikram can use. We have used them from time to time to remove such images as the ones that I and you all foresaw last night. You keep these devices in a secure location? Yes, we keep them in our headquarters in Ilsirin. I'm not familiar with that. Can you draw a detailed map for me? No. With combinations. <laughs> so, I have a question. Yes. How does a ritual circle and a ritualistic m murder cause a dimensional rift like this? That is a mystery that we have yet to answer. We also aren't 100% certain that a murder occurred. We are fairly certain that some sort of ritualistic spell was cast, a circle was created, and the chasm opened between the two dimensions. So there's at least a cult involved. I cannot confirm or deny the existence or operations of any such cult. However, there is at least a group of people that are operating within the area of Nordfeld with the intention to open these rifts. I call that a cult. You, you said that there were other events like this, but not as bad that you've researched. Yes, that is correct. Where were those? They were placed in almost every country around the world over the last 35 years. All over the world. Did they bear any resemblance to this? There are some that bear a passing to striking resemblance to the description that I would ascribe to the events witnessed last night. That being said, I feel that it is my obligation as the bearer of information to remind everyone that what we call dimensional incursions are actually fairly common. Right, like with the Feywild or any sort of conjuring spell. Correct. The Feywild is a particularly irksome incursion, as it does not need to be summoned, unlike every other planar call. It, as an existence, seems to have the ability to wander where it pleases. Well, putting that aside in your harsh judgments of a great place. Um. <laughs> I would not deem to judge the Feywild. I would only deem to ascribe annoyance to the sheer number of times I have to go out and perform the most basic of rituals to close down what is ultimately a simple portal into the Fey realm that would have closed on its own within a day or two. Um... Would these these runes that I copied down? Yes. Did those come from this other dimension? 
Is that why they're so wrong? I believe that you are coming to a correct conclusion. I think what you are calling a rune is actually a piece of written language from another dimension. And that its existence cannot possibly work within our space. The dimension and realm that we live in cannot contain the power that is within the written language of this other dimension. If there's a written language in that other dimension, does that not then imply sentient life there? It implies that there was, at one point, sentient life. However, in the realm of the ethereal magics, such things as languages can create themselves spontaneously. Mm. Would you be willing to pay for another rune? He raises an eyebrow, which I cannot effectively do. <laughs> <laughs> you have another rune? Yeah, when the portal opened, while you were closing it, once the transmutation magic disappeared, the runes lit up on the wall, and I was able to copy another one down. Mm, may I see it? Oh, and then my notebook. He looks down at it. Ow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it safe for her to just keep copying those down? It's as safe as most of the work I do, which is to say no. No, it isn't. Should I let her keep doing it? I'm providing valuable information. Also, whenever they're up, I usually run away. <laughs> so should Olsef stop her? I don't have any particular reason to think that you should stop other than to avoid hurting yourself. Oh, I'm okay with that. With our previous contract, I'm authorized to issue a further payment of 1,500 gold. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're just copying it, right? That is correct. We do not take your property. Yeah. And so we would each get 500 gold. Or 50 platinum. However you wish to take the payment, I am capable of making that payment. All right. Here you go. go Wait, how much count. gold do you have on you? I have no money on me. And what you notice this time, he actually reaches into that very dull, sort of vaguely spherical shape and pulls out the pieces of platinum for your payment. All right, thank you very much. You are welcome. We're not going to talk about the money orb? <laughs> I mean, I think it's like a purse. You know, people have fancy purses. He just said he doesn't carry the money, so it's not a purse. Well, that's because the, the purse is floating, so he doesn't have to actually carry it. I think he understood what I meant. Did you understand what I meant? Yes. <laughs> he understood what I meant. Although I am not the greatest conversationalist, and I do my best to obscure that fact from people. 
You are doing an excellent job of obscuring your inability to converse. Roll a deception check. <laughs> are you trying to deceive him, or do you genuinely no, feel that? I was complimenting him. Well, then uh, you don't need to roll a deception check. Should I roll a, a complimenting check? Um... If you want to influence him in some way, you can roll a persuasion check. No, I don't want to Otherwise, you can just pay the compliment. Consider it paid. Well, how um, much does compliment cost? <laughs> compliments are free. But you said it was paid. But appreciated. Then how come no one gives me them? <laughs> <laughs> so, I have another question. Oh, are we done yes. now? <laughs> the, the, this opening was hidden through transmutation magic, correct? Yes, that is correct. They were using transmutation magic. Actually, quite a powerful incantation. One so strong that it actually caused me to feel a moment of... well... appreciation, I believe would be the nearest and most accurate emotion. It was... Impressive. So they had actually physically changed the space to hide it. That is correct. What? As the dimensional energies poured through, the incantation cast seemed to be altering them to recreate it in the shape of the sewer. What sort of... What sort of spellcaster would be needed to do that? I mean, the list can't be very large here in Nordfeld. No, I imagine that there's no one in Nordfeld capable of performing such magics. However, the people capable of performing such magics would not be bound to a single location and could easily move themselves about our entire world within a matter of minutes. I mean, if it's powerful enough magic that you would be appreciative of how powerful it is, the list can't be that large, correct? Of people who could do that? No, the list is not that large. However, as we have learned in dealing with matters like this, the people who have this sort of power and take these sorts of actions are rarely known entities to those of us that keep track. Uh. Well, shall we, shall we track them down then? <laughs> and, and just punch them or something? Um. At about this moment in the conversation, another one of the uh, group from the Gwithna Ikram comes out from the back. It's Slyn Rearn. Oh, God. Dole looks at him and goes, Are you feeling better? You were unconscious for far longer than anyone else. That includes us. Wow. I'm fine. Thank you. Mm. You should have some dry toast. He just has that much more brains to affect. Well, at least one of you understands. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Would you like some breakfast? Yeah, biscuits and gravy are pretty good. Toast is dry, though. I should take a coffee in my room. Thank you. And he gets himself a little cup, and you notice that he's rather unsteady on his feet. Mm. And then 
hobbles back to his room. By the way, thank you for not making me sign a whole contract for that rune exchange. I simply amended the original contract to include an additional purchase. Oh, that worked. I'm not quite such a stickler for the rules as Slynrearn. Thank you, because, I mean, amending a contract would probably involve having me resign it and stuff like that. I find contractual discussions to be the epitome of boringness. That's true! Unless it you're making boring. a contract with something from another dimension, right? No, I find that equally tedious. Oh. <laughs> Just often more dangerous. Fair enough. Well, That's why I keep these cards. He holds out the cards. They're for contractual discussions. That way I don't miss anything. And then he puts them back in his pocket. <laughs> Have you ever misplaced any of them? No. Of course not! He would never do that! <laughs> Do you have any questions about the elves of Costeria, or...? I had already asked questions and received practically no information except from Dahl, who told me what my armor did come from Tashiranun. You had implied that the markings on the armor had meaning, like the, the different swirly parts? Yes, that is correct. What does this armor mean? It, it represents a particularly high station with the order of Tashiro Noon. What, what station is that? I believe it would be within their upper generals. They are a particularly secretive military group. And most of their operations are, well, one might say clandestine. I am wondering, then, if my armor had belonged to a high-level general of Tashiranun, why my teacher claimed to be from the Order of Remarden. I don't think I'm qualified to answer that question, since uh -huh. I do not know any more context than what I've already provided to you. Uh -huh. But I do not know of a Code of Remarden, or an Order of Remarden. All I know is the name of Remarden. Are you familiar with anyone who may be able to provide more information? I am not. But if you are looking to find out answers around Remarden, your best bet is to search libraries in Kosteria. Why does everyone keep suggesting that? Hmm. Remarden is a particularly old figure from some of the most ancient parts of elven folklore. Most of the more accurate accounts of her life would only be recorded on the oldest materials and books within the most protected parts of Kosterian scholardom. Hmm. I mean, they're pretty lame next to Ilsirin, though, right? In my personal opinion, yes. <laughs> The Kosterian nation does not have any particular patience for the arcane magics, or most magics otherwise. They hardly use them by comparison to Ilsirin. So I find spending any time in Kosteria to be boring. 
Ah, you seem to be bored very often unless you are digging into a level 10 uh, dimensional incursion. Do you have any hobbies or? I like to collect oozes. Oozes? Oh, we there are some oozes in the sewers. We fought one. Two. We fought a number of them. They have a particular stench. Probably. I think wet garbage. Mm. Mm. Yes, they did accumulate the although things that accumulated in the sewer. Although this one was mostly burnt when we fought it. Well, I do find the prospect of garbage oozes to be particularly entertaining. Mm. I may have to go inspect that. Huh? Would you like us to take you down on an ooze excursion? No, this is how I decompress. All right. <laughs> Nines' face just like. Um, well, if if you... you're down there, there's a nice bullywog named Muriel who would probably help you locate the oozes. Also, a spider named Oregano. Is this bullywog part of the Agmar Nodal? Unfortunately. I am familiar with her then. Really? Yes. She makes excellent curries, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, wait. How did you meet Muriel? Muriel has been serving within the Agmar Nodal for some time now. I, like she, enjoy solitude. Really? So you like, picked that up on Muriel. Like, did you meet on a mission or something? Yes. What mission? I believe it was to investigate an incursion of the Feywild. It's been some time. I've known her for, I believe, five years now. Well, she is now living in the sewers, although the area that she has chosen does not have the same uh, odor as the rest of it. Um, she seems to be able to keep that away. She can probably help direct you to the oozes. Are you uh, looking for her some curry. I'm looking for her ladder. Sewer curry. I will have to find uh, Muriel then. Yeah, we can uh, direct you to the sewer uh, entrance that she's at. <laughs> Going through our notes. <laughs> if if you guys sewer can't find the sewer entrance, I can... For this one, just go ahead and hand wave that you remember it. No, right. no, we have to go through the notes. All right. Yep, we have to look. I shall wait. <laughs> no, waiting. it's all right. Everybody out there. This clip is for all notes. the DMs out there. Going through all the notes. No, we're good. It's at this this number. Do, 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 do. I'll fix that in post. <laughs> I just had the map. We'll, we'll fix the live stream and post. <laughs> there it is. Um, we put it up on the YouTube. The closest one that I have on my map is zero one. Are you getting this? <laughs> he taps the orb twice. Zero one dash seven three four nine. You will find rat's nest there, but if you head north. Um, 
from that room, you should find Muriel. There, there is actually a, ladder a sewer right ladder right down into Muriel's that, that you guys have used before. That, that's not what we told him. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> like, but if you like, want to tell him this one, that's I'm fine too. Him that one. I will tell right. him the one that Muriel's at. Okay. Which I know. <laughs> do, 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 do. Just fix it in post. Wait, right? that thing oh. records stuff? <laughs> it's too. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Okay. <laughs> what shall we do, do next now that we have wow. learned learned of this strange liaison between Dole and Muriel? <laughs> Is there anything else that the Arcane Masters need from us? I don't believe so, but please keep us notified if you uncover any more dimensional incursions. Here. He pulls out a small... Uh, it looks like the material that his orb is made out of. And it's disc-shaped. Only about the size of, like, a half dollar. Here. And he hands it to Soria. If you need to reach me, you can simply tap that three times. I tap it three times. I was about to do that. <laughs> I'm already here. Please yeah, don't tap. see what it does. It pings a small bell sound in my head. Really? Yes. I tap it How many times. of these have you given out? Several dozen. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Most people don't seem to abuse it. Looks over at nines. <laughs> All right, why don't you carry it? It's okay if you carry it. Okay. I'll I trust you not to be abusive. When I... I will put it in my oregano pouch. The edges of this disc, as you look at it, are kind of hard to make out. As though they don't quite fit the shape, and they're always moving just a little bit. Like, as... As you observe it, it changes its state. What's this made out of? This is made out of a proprietary material that the Gwithnaikram have developed. Yeah? What does that mean? That means it's special and secret. <laughs> can I lick it? But you can tell us, right? No. And yes, you I can lick it. What if I roll a persuasion it. check? Have mm. you ever licked it? Hmm. Grabs his orb. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> what does to it me, taste it like? tastes vaguely of a daffodil. I like it. What does it taste like? It actually tastes vaguely of pine resin to you. Mine tastes like pine resin. What if you throw some oregano on it? I'm not going to do that. I don't want to waste it. My oregano. I need that for medical stuff. Okay. I'm just making a note. Dole disc. So nines. Tastes like pine. <laughs> yes? What, is, what shall we do today? I Same do thing we do every night. Day night. Get pretzels. Ah. <laughs> Have you tried the pretzels here, doll? <laughs> no, I haven't had time to have a pretzel. Is it worthwhile? 
The wow. ones here at the company house are okay, but there is a small stand nearby that we can show to you that has the most excellent pretzels. I have had two amazing pretzel days from the pretzels from that stand. And the proprietor, or at least the person who is selling the pretzels, always greets uh, you're leaving by wishing you a pretzel day. Yes, he greets you while you're leaving. I'm unfamiliar with what a pretzel day is, but it sounds intriguing. Ah, if you have a pretzel day, it is the most amazing thing. <laughs> then I shall find out this stand and engage in pretzel consumption. Excellent. Excellent, yes. Um, Actually, you should have said pretzelent. No, we should not <laughs> That's have not said the that. phrase. <laughs> Uh, why didn't anyone like that? Because <laughs> it's have a pretzel day, not have a pretzelent day. Because we didn't. <laughs> that makes too much sense. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be like have a pleasant day, but not at all. No, it's not like that at all. Um, I hate both so, of you. Nine that suggested that all we do is buy pretzels. Victoria. <laughs> oh, I have to pick up my armor. Ah, back to drowning in magic. Yeah. Um, shall we go there now? Yes, we have money again! <laughs> Which I we guess. probably should spend before it is stolen by some mysterious person <laughs> in this very place under their nose. If I tap this dull disc, do you just teleport to me? Or what? What's, what's the deal with this? Or do you like... I can communicate uh, with it. Oh, okay. You can't like spy on me, right? No, you have to activate it. Oh. All right. Like on scale of one to ten, how bad would you be if we just like put it chit -chat, under a tippy like <laughs> two a.m. That would be irritating. What if Soria did it? That would still be irritating. Oh. Okay. So what's best time for me to talk and chat? <sighs> I would say probably around. 10 in the morning. Usually people aren't asking me for things at about that time. Write that down, Soria. Keep in mind that that's 10 in the morning on standard time. Not we on... have time zones here? Uh, to uh, get out of character for a moment. As <laughs> you all would know, um, there is a standard time in the world. Nordfeld runs on a different schedule because they are nocturnal. Although they recognize standard time, that's not really how they operate. Erdfeld's a little bit isolated. How aware of that time am I actually? <laughs> You're fairly aware. Okay. The least aware of you would probably be Ulseth, but all of you have spent enough time within the world to experience yeah. this. I mean, you did travel for several mm -hmm. months, the two of you. Yeah getting to Whitfeld, and then for a full month as a group from Whitfeld to Nordfeld, so you've had time in the world to understand this concept. All right. They chose to have one time that is the same everywhere, although it does not mean the same thing everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any sort of weird magic instruments from your from Elsiren? Yes. Do you want to buy Tell one? Tell me more! 
he pulls out a strange device that, um, it basically looks like, uh, oh, why am I blanking on the, it looks like a bollard style lamp. For uh, those who don't know what a bollard lamp style is, it's the type of lamps that you find in the ground, uh, usually in gardens or pathways that have a um, sealed head around the top where the light is stored. It looks like and your then scream a stick. Roof, usually. It does look somewhat familiar to your scream stick, other than this has some sort of illumination at the end where the scream stick does so not. Does, instead of screaming at you, it just lights the way. No, this allows me to know when someone is telling the truth and when someone is lying. Wait. Oh, it's that kind of instrument. <laughs> you have to be specific with him, because <laughs> I <Wait>. wasn't. <laughs> Tell me something you know to be a lie. It can be as easy as giving me the wrong name. The Feywild sucks. Think that's opinion. The stick glows red. How much for it? I am not allowed to sell this particular device. What if you lost okay, it in a log? <laughs> I'm not allowed to lose this. Do you have any musical instruments? No. I am not a musical person. Oh. Well, your voice is so lyrical, though. I believe that is <laughs> a compliment, although I'm not sure. <laughs> He's already put the stick away, but you can see like a faint glow from inside. <laughs> well, Zoria. Yeah? Other than going to Drowning in Magic, what shall we do today? I don't know. We can check in on Otto. Uh -huh. Yes, he owes me symbol. He doesn't know he has a symbol, but he okay. does. No, we, we actually talked about it. Oh, did you? Sorry, are you done with Doll? I mean, yeah, I just figured we have, like, this really powerful archmage just sitting around eating toast, <laughs> and we can, like, you know, <laughs> ask him questions and stuff. Uh -huh. Well, that is I true. I figured it was you are a very valuable You are very interested in magic. Those things about which I am interested, he does not seem to have much information. I suppose. But, you know, I figured we should get all the information, like, the, do you have much experience with Fervin technology? By experience, do you mean usage, or do you mean encountering? Either. I have encountered a great deal of Fervin technology in my travels. I don't have oh, a great have deal question. of experience in usage. You have a question? No, wait, didn't I ask him if uh, what happened to what he thinks happened to Fervin? I've been asking everyone that. <laughs> I don't remember if you asked him that question or not. Do you think Fervin's disappearance had a, was a dimensional rift? Oh, I feel like we did ask that one. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if you guys did ask that one, but he says there is a possibility that it was a dimensional incursion. Oh, yeah, I think we did ask them. I cannot say for sure, although many scholars believe there was a dimensional incursion, either as a result of the energy released from his experiments or as the cause of the energy release of his experiments. Do you know anyone, do you know why anyone in Kosteria 
would be interested in stealing Ferventech. People are always interested in stealing powerful items. Ferventech is undeniably powerful. I cannot uh, pretend to know, much less ascribe intention or design to anyone that I am not intimately familiar with and their motivations. Okay. I figure we might as well cover all our bases with this whole Koromod thing. Do you know Koromod? <laughs> you, you knew Muriel, so I just figured I'd check. I do not know any individual named Koromod. Koran Holzenschnitzer? No. Or something like that. Right, we'll ask you every week if you do know through the communicator. <laughs> At 10 a.m. It's not about to be rude. How mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, marvelous. If we keep asking you, perhaps sometime you will know. I suppose that that is not distinctly impossible. It is a probability I am going to preclude is rapidly approaching zero, but not necessarily zero. Well, if you hear something, let us know. Yes. Can you, you want to write it down so you, you know who to look for? on the thing that you gave her? Can I what? I didn't catch your question. Can you beep Zoria on the thing that you gave her to communicate? Should you come across information about Poramont or Fervent Tech, or Gratsdun Balim, or the Great Darkness, or any of or the other Ramardin, of or the Order of Ramardin, or any of the other things that we are curious about? Dimensional ships. Hmm. Yes, we're only I've people that matter in this world this anyway. As a communication tool to reach out to anybody. It hadn't occurred to me to do so. Hmm. He. He looks at you for a moment, raises an eyebrow, and then you start to hear a little bell pinging in your head. That's weird sounding. It's particularly annoying. <laughs> Why did you make it so annoying? I find it to be perfectly acceptable. It is alarming, yet not scary. Haven't you ever heard of custom ringtones? <laughs> no. How when you... people call me, they do hear Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. <laughs> How do you get it to stop? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, try hitting the button. I didn't ever intend for it to be used this way. What button? <laughs> the button I gave you. Oh, the disc? Yes. The ringing stops. Why is everything made out of teeth now? <laughs> What? I'm just messing with <laughs> Um, that isn't supposed to happen. Are you singing everything as teeth? Yes. You've caused irreparable psychological harm. He looks harm. in his, his coat pocket and sees that it's red. <laughs> oh, right, he has a lie thing. Yeah. <laughs> Good remembering, Zoria. It's been particularly useful when people decide that they want to have a practical joke on me. Mm -hmm. I'm choosing to find this humorous. <laughs> ha. Is it glowing red? No. <laughs> he does have sense of humor. Ah, uh, a terrific sense of humor. 
Imagine his sense of humor after he is humored by a pretzel day. All right. Well, I think I might have exhausted all my questions. Are you exhausted now? A little. Okay. And also the exhaust ringing point. Stuff. <laughs> shall we go to uh, Drowning in Magic or shall we go to Otto? I think Drowning in Magic so I can, you know, finally get my armor. Okay, let's go there. Okay. All right. Thanks for everything, Dole. Are you going to be here when we get back? That is unlikely. I have other contracts to attend to. <laughs> Do you want to hug goodbye? <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with this ritual, but I am open to new experiences. I'll give Dole a hug. He kind of awkwardly reciprocates. I have never engaged in this manner of embrace. Is nice. Is the stick red? <laughs> no, the, the stick is not red. Everyone hug doll. Well, just shake your hand. He he shakes your hand and old Seth hugs him. This at is, the same time. Yeah, you're all just coming on in. <laughs> yep. This is a particularly warm brace and departure. I shall, I believe the term is, miss you. Uh-huh. Oh, well, man. you know how to reach me. Yes. And we know how to reach you. Uh, yes. Ask that question. <laughs> well, I'll let you know if any more horrible gaping holes in space open up around here. All right. That sounds like a good plan. All right, we can head out unless he plays to Staxies, but you probably don't want me to ask that. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Do you play to Staxies? From time to time, yes. you have any rare ones? No. Oh. I am a casual player. I am not particularly competitive, nor am I a collector. All right. Well, we don't have to waste time then. Perhaps if he is still here when we return, you may play a game. Yeah. All right. You should ask Olsaf if he wants to play. I do not think I. Here we got him one opponent. Well, why don't we head to Johnny and Magic? Okay. Since we've already hugged all, and it would be weird to stick around now. <laughs> okay. You head out the door. And make your way across town to Drowning in Magic. Mosquito Witch. Mosquitoes have been terrible. So I've been thinking about trying to put those runes on one of those translation lecterns. Hmm. But I'm also worried that it will like melt or catch on fire or explode and then I'll owe them like 2,000 gold. That would be most unfortunate. And we already established that they don't have a warranty. Mm -hmm. And they do not rent them. And if they did rent them, we do not know if they have a waiver. They might let us rent them now. Well, you did suggest that. When you arrive, 
uh, there are new signs, quite a few new signs in the windows that are advertising a new item that has arrived. Oh. And they called it um, their patented and original bunks of wonderful odors. They copied my box. How much is it? Oh, there's no price listed on the signs. <laughs> then I can't afford it. <laughs> if I have to ask. It just has there, all these different signs um, picture people smelling different wonderful things. The smell of fresh baked cookies. Is this like a... Smell of lavender. Are they advertising just one box that they're selling? Or are they like, or did they like make replicate it? It's unclear from the pictures, but it's uh, y with your knowledge on it, you're guessing they probably marketed. Th th they probably have a box with all of these smells. They just replicated what you had. Okay, so they use that as like a basis. Yeah. For developing a new item. The the signage makes it. Mm, wonderfully vague what it can do and what it can't do. It mostly makes axe bodies. <laughs> it, <laughs> it has a lot of people uh, sniffing things and looking happy while they do it. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's it's not this the, is going to be very popular. Is it addictive? There's, there's I, no prank your friends with the smell box thing, is there? You know... You're a real estate agent. You can make the house smell like cookies. You're, you know, you have someone over you and have like a little potpourri box, basically. You know, they actually make devices like that for real estate agents. Yeah. They mm -hmm. are um, hyper concentrated, of basically essential oils that are infused with different replications of smells from fresh baked cookies to lavender to like baby soap is a fairly popular one uh, mm -hmm. and they're little like nebulizers and they run them in the house for like a half hour right. and yeah. what we know about this is if you sniff it it makes you happy yeah this, that's, that's the advertising you're gonna campaign. lose all your money in a it session. makes smells <laughs> and the smells make you happy mm. it might so be good for interrogations Get well, their guard down. Now that we've thoroughly looked at these signs, let's go in. Let's go in, yes. You walk inside, little bell chimes the door, and a clerk quickly comes over. Uh, yes, how may I help you? I am here to pick up an order. You're here to pick up an order? May I have your name, please? It is under Maggie. On soul. <laughs> Very well. Are you sure that is the name it is under? Uh, that's the name I wrote down when I ordered it because I did not think of a last name quick enough. You just seemed unsure of your response. <laughs> no, it's definitely under Maggie on soul. Very well. Are you Maggie now? I'm always looking like Maggie, general, unless I say differently. No, you're always Maggie. Okay. While I'm in town. 
Why do I? And, uh, at least, thank God, no one found her corpse yet. <laughs> well, <I was> like, <laughs> I find it just a little weird that you are constantly impersonating a dead person. Soloth killed her. It's not my fault. <laughs> I didn't say it was your fault. It's just a little weird. I mean, technically, she was trying to kill us, so if we didn't come Again, there... Again, I'm not saying anything about her death. I'm just saying it's a little odd that you keep using her identity. Yeah. Like, is, is there really no one trying to find... I guess she's been appearing in town this whole time, <laughs> no, so... No <laughs> for her because people keep seeing her. Now you guys know why people are weirded out by changelings. <laughs> they do not. They do not seem to be weirded out. They just think I, you're Maggie. I also love that you're not a rogue. Why would I be a rogue? That's the best part. You are not a rogue. You're definitely still engaging in a very roguey activity. That's an easy cover. <laughs> The clerk you goes, just have to kill whoever you're you want to impersonate, so they don't blow your cover. No, you have your friend do it. <laughs> oh, okay. You just be an accessory to murder. <laughs> Basically, so you can accessorize yeah, we knocked, the CIA. We knocked out every single person, and then Salat just came in there and stabbed her in the chest, and, and then yeeted her right off of his sword. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. We have not killed a single person this whole... Since we started recording and publicly game. broadcasting. Yes. Before it was Yu-Gi-Oh! Season Zero. We haven't killed anyone yet. Mm -mm. Killed we killed some rats. some rats. And some some globs and of ooze. Goo ooze. But we haven't killed anyone. Yeah, I don't think you guys what? have, actually. Wow. Actually, yes, but this is, this is very... that Pre-broadcast, it was very Yu-Gi-Oh! Season Zero. <laughs> <laughs> you guys killed, maimed, and dismembered a lot. I didn't. And now we're in high school playing card games. To Staxies. To Staxie games. Getting sent to the Shadowfell. <laughs> Never working too hard. This is... This anyway, is where's our armor? <laughs> the clerk comes back out we with We were having order. this discussion while we were getting <laughs> Talking about all the people you we killed before the, we started talking. Fill the, the time while the clerk is gone. <laughs> this is where your valuable Patreon dollars will be going, everybody. <laughs> Make this quality content for you. Filling the time while the clerk is gone. The clerk comes back we with shop order. A lot. And we shop a lot. We eat out. It's nice. <laughs> we basically are just a D&D sex in the city. I was about to say. We're just, we're just uh, dice in the dungeons. How's that armor? Perfect name. <laughs> and then we just, we just threw it out there. Well, you know, we weren't really sure that this is where the campaign was headed, but now, yeah. So, have I finished? We'll, we'll, we'll start a rebrand with the Patreon. <laughs> I said for a little while now that she brought the armor back out. All right, I'll put it on. It fits quite nice. So I just, okay, I'll equip it. That makes my AC way better. I forgot, um, I believe you put a deposit, but you did not make the full payment. I thought I did. I, that's why I'm asking, because I can I feel like I did. I don't have the notes in front of me for that one yet. I think so, yeah. Uh, 
I will pull it up because I know the episode. I hope I did because I had all my money stolen. Uh, and then you just I'm got like eighteen hundred yes. more. I'm pretty sure you paid in advance. Yes, you did. Uh, yeah, I wanted to go back and look, and I have a note that says you did. Great. So I'll pass I think it would be stolen. on the receipt. I mean, yes, I it I is. I don't like paper trails. God couldn't remember if it was or not. <laughs> but there is a receipt that says you paid, and uh, Maggie Unsool is the recipient. So I will put it on. You have your armor. And I can make this look like anything, right? Yeah, you ordered a glamoured set of armor, so you can change its appearance. I can cause the armor to assume the appearance of a normal set of clothing or some other color, style, and accessories. So, I'll make it look. I, I will change it from studded leather into a nice purple and silver suit. Okay, you do that. And I'm gonna steal Coromon style. You've got some serious, uh, like, Kate Blanchett kind of vibes going on here. Yeah. Does a swagger cost extra? I make Maggie's cheekbones just a little better. Just real subtle. Yeah. Uh, no, we do not sell swagger. So that is uh, complimentary. How much is oh. this box of smells? Are you interested in our newest product, the Box of Smells? Maybe. How much is that? 800 gold. I think I got way less for it. If I remember correctly, you got credit at the store for... <laughs> for the arm. I think oh, God, 250 gold? <laughs> oh, for my frying pan. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you produce these, or is it like a one-off? Oh, no, we are able to produce it. It is a newest line of products we offer here to go along with the famous frying pan. This is uh, our latest item. How many smells can it make? There are more than four dozen lines. Oh, like each box only makes one smell? Each box is capable of producing one smell, whatever smell is your favorite. But we do sell the, the premium edition. And that can uh, replicate any of the more than four dozen lines of smells. For only 1,500 gold. Do you, want, you better spend your money before you lose it. <laughs> when I was here before, you had a device that could translate to any language. You said that it was a device that was very, very hard for you to sell. Uh, yes, there are not that many interested uh, clients. Hmm. Well, you can count me among those that is not very interesting. <laughs> However, <laughs> should, I, should I wish to purchase Thank such a thing? Thank you for the information. <laughs> should I wish to purchase such a thing, even though I have very little interest in it, um, He's playing hard to get. Has, <laughs> what is, He's negotiating. What, what would be your very Suddenly. your very best price? We sell those at a price of two thousand five hundred gold. 
What if we buy Smellbox with it? Can you throw a little special discount? Last time we were here, it was only 2,000 gold. Why is the price higher, even though no one is interested in it? Can I test it without any liability? No. <laughs> <laughs> the quantity is limited, and there has been some interest in the product. We moved one just last week. Hmm. Wait, who bought it last week? No, she not did not know. say she sold it. She said that they had moved it. Also, oh, that means I sold it. I don't know who the purchaser was. However, there seems to be some interest, and we were already losing quantity. But we were losing money on each sale at that price. The production cost of each one of these lectins is at over ten thousand gold. Oh, you did not make a very good investment in the creation of this device. No, unfortunately, there were. Mm, uh, misguided intent in well, creating these. As I have relatively small interest, little interest in this device, um, but I have heard of it and uh, find it curious, I am willing to make an offer of 123 platinum. I can see if the owners are willing to accept a lower price. Yes, could you please check on that? Yes, before you go, can you look up to see who bought that? <laughs> Where's just 2,000 gold to buy that item? There are many people of substantial wealth here, not felt. Mm. If your armor yeah, is writing, you should try putting your armor on. Mm -hmm. uh, policy... yeah, that's what I really want to know, so I think you should tell me. Our policy is to protect our customers' privacy. I slide a platinum onto the table. She takes the platinum and then goes into the back room. She ran away with your money. Luckily, I know where she works. <laughs> <laughs> and if this is a dishonest establishment, we can make a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. Well, so if that's a scam. Right. We shall just make a complaint then in general. We could put up posters all across the city. Put up signs and say, Spellbox sucks! Yes. Why not Spellbox stinks? Stinks. Why not? I don't get it. You guys are really dumb. You guys are really, really dumb. That's what um, people pay me for. Let's see. This is... This is a little retroactive, but also make a persuasion roll for me. I'm so not good at that. Guidance. Retroactively. <laughs> well, all together, it is a four. Feel the only thing that I can respond to that with is a patented Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> maybe maybe you should have me do your persuasion checks for you. Uh, 
<laughs> the oh, Seth uses precision way more than you do. <laughs> the uh, clerk comes back out and drops a piece of paper and looks at Old Seth and says, I am sorry. The owners of the establishment do not wish to take that particular price for one of these lectins. Oh. I, while they're having this conversation, I casually go over and pick up the piece of paper. They would be willing to accept 2,000 gold. I am sorry, I cannot pay that much. Olsef, do you need to borrow some money? No, I am willing to pay 147 platinum. Are you are you looking to empty your your character sheet and just trying to find something expensive to do it with? Much better. I'm, 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 I'm like the guidance and guidance. I like that. Sure. The the gall. I love it. Go ahead. Fifteen. What, Fifteen. I don't. <laughs> I shall. Retroactively. <laughs> I shall ask if they would be willing to reconsider. Ah, before you go back, I will ask that you consider returning the platinum coin to my friend Nines here. What platinum coin? And she walks off. Oh, Seth, there was oh. no platinum coin that changed hands. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the scream stick with the lock. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not believe that this person. Do you is look honest. at that piece of paper nines that you said you picked uh, up? Uh, did she go back into the back room? Yes, you're. Yeah. Not alone in the shop anymore. I mean, there's been other people in here the whole time, but she's no longer there. All right, take a look. On the piece of paper, it says. Um, there's no like name of the recipient but it has a a seal that you recognize that looks to be like a wax imprint uh, for the receipt of this and it's the seal of the Korma Republic so like the Korma Republic state purchased it I guess Sorry, I take this piece of paper. Okay. <laughs> I just hand it to her. I put it in my oregano pouch. <laughs> um, she and accidentally back. tap a desk three times. <laughs> no. She comes back out <laughs> and says, I am able to accept an offer of 150 platinum. What do you want this lecture for? Hmm. What do you want the lectern for? Uh, to translate things. Oh, are you going to carry it around? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Can't. I hope someone makes some art of that if you buy this. Just Ulseth carries around a lectern everywhere he goes. <laughs> well, I will consider that offer. It is still more than I was willing to pay. But I know that it is here and I know what the price is. One more thing. 
When I was here before, I did ask about various uh, magical enchantments um, to both armor and weapons. Um, and you said that that is not your specialty, is that correct? That is correct. It is not our specialty. We are capable of doing mm-hmm. such things, but we would be dishonest if we represented ourselves as experts in that particular field. If you need references to more um, experienced providers of those enchantments, we are capable of providing such references. Yes. If you are willing to do that, I would appreciate it. The place that we usually recommend for such types of enchantments is they are, in our experience, dreadfully difficult to achieve, is out of the capital, Drogmara. At a location known as Enchanting Tastes. Enchanting Tastes. Enchanting Tastes. Do they have croissants? That is an unusual name I do not understand. I I think it means like, you know, your taste in like nice suits and stuff. Oh. I thought it was related perhaps to the enchanting odors and smells that you had purchased that this was specializing though in the sense of taste. I think it's more fashion than, like, uh, exquisite items. The owner of Enchanting Tastes is the exclusive provider of enchantments to the Imperial Gods. Do you have any magic items that could help me see in the dark or light my way? There are... There's several items that we have that can provide illumination, and there are, I believe, two or three different ways that we can allow you to see better in the dark. Do you have a preference? I guess see in the dark. I feel like that would be useful as an adventure. Ah, then we have several objects for you. If you would come over to uh, what we call adventuring section. Ooh, an adventuring section. Ooh. We never went there. No, I'll go there too. I'm interested this in this. Is a new section? <laughs> no. <laughs> it has always been here. <laughs> These sorts of... Learn something new every We've time. We've just been looking at frying pans and lecterns. Yeah. <laughs> and unlimited... Uh, <laughs> booze. Actually, one uh, in the adventuring section, which has like tents and sleeping bags and some fishing poles and some bows and arrows rope you know we had asked about rope before well we Uh, asked about infinite rope yes what is special about this rope (laughs) this rope is enchanted to be slightly stronger than your average rope slightly stronger Mm, slightly stronger so we can catch storm grimy with it this rope is um, nearly impossible to cut without great effort. Oh, we cut our rope a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what is the length of this rope that cannot be cut? This rope is 100 feet long and mm. will not uh, tear, shred, or rip when used. And how much is this rope? This rope is 500 gold. 500 gold. 
That is extremely expensive for but, 100 feet. I mean, you've been buying it at 50 feet. Yes. This is I've 100. Been, but I keep buying it not because it breaks or tears or I mean, it's cut. I keep buying it because it is never returned to me after it is But used. it gets cut a lot, too. Yes, I cut it to convenient lengths. If something cannot be cut, I would have way too much rope. Well, this is that is too much for, for this item. Climbing or repelling from high places. Mm -hmm. One would not want the rope to tear, rip, shear, or be sliced by some particularly uh, sharp rock. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, that is potentially useful, but not for 500 gold. That is way too much. Why don't you try negotiating like last time? If these are kind of like stacked on some shelves, hanging from hooks and stuff, this is a very well supplied area. You don't get the impression this is a negotiable. So item. you said that there were things to let me see in the dark. Yes, over here, and there's this rack that just says "see in the dark," and there's different goggles. Mm -hmm. We have a uh, good, better, and best. <laughs> of course. What's how, it? how far would you like to be able to see in the dark? Are these, so these are like basically like dark vision, like our uh, frontier has? It, that is essentially the way they function, yes. The most modest of our offerings, the introductory line for beginner adventurers will give you 20 feet of dark vision and and better uh more advanced line for more experienced adventurers will give you 40 feet and your best will give you 120 feet and how much is your best goggle if i could find a pair that would fit me <laughs> they run a modest 400 gold for the 120 foot dark vision? Yes. Hmm. 400 gold for dark vision. That's pretty good. How much was the Especially middle range? Especially since our money keeps getting stolen. The middle range is 250 gold. And how far did you say it was? 40. 40 feet, that is not very far. Um, even though I do believe that your prices are extravagant, um, I mean, having our whole party be able to see in the dark would be pretty mm -hmm. great. I will agree to purchase a pair of your best night vision goggles that can see 120 feet. I'm going to do the if same. You have a pair that will comfortably fit me. We have pairs in all sizes. And th there are indeed many different sizes made for many different shapes of heads and eyes, all sorts of things. They have a perhaps conspicuously greater number of the best goggles than the other two sets. So these basically goggles of night, but with a 120 foot range. They are really very effective goggles. Yes. So it's like double the power. Wait, do these require attunement or are they like goggles of night where they don't? They don't. Okay, awesome. So I give her 40. What's special about this tent? I give her 40 platform. And try on the goggles to see if they fit. Do they fit? They fit. It's, um... 
a little they're painful to wear during the day <laughs> so in the brightly lit space mm -hmm. of this they act as a magnifier uh-huh you have a dark area where i can test it. is this what it's like for you all the time nines i don't know let me try them <laughs> i'll give them damn they're very bright this is not at all what it's like for you if they're anything, oh God, this is awful. If they operate the same as goggles of night, they actually would give him 180 feet of dark vision, or what? And they would 30 or 60. If they add to you. Yeah, they yeah. would give him additional range if he wanted to. But wear these. I, I am now forever against wearing these so, forever. In my so entire that was life. 40 40 platinum. Ah, very good. The. Is there anything else I can show you? Were you asking about What's special tent? about this tent? Ah, this tent is what we call a quick up and down tent. And she taps it three times on the side and it goes and folds itself in to a neat little almost suitcase. Ah, this is very much like your shoes. <laughs> this is nothing like my shoes. I tap them three times. <laughs> they burst out, and now they are clumsily huge. <laughs> and the clerk just looks down and goes, Oh, no. Oh, that's where they went. <laughs> I tap them three times back. Awesome. They actually make those noises when they <laughs> shrink and grow. <laughs> no. All right. Well, these night uh, I night can't wait to goggles are awesome. find out whoever yeah, kept ordering these items. <laughs> do we have? Do you have any sort of like gloves, necklaces, or rings? Any other sort of accessories? We have many things like that, but it is easier to ascertain what you are hoping to accomplish with them. Mm. I just want to be able to manipulate people better. <laughs> Go at my cat. <laughs> or perform better. He's a musician. No, the first one's fine. Uh -huh. It covers that too. Um. <laughs> okay, so mechanically, are, what are you looking for? Persuasion or performance. Some, something to or be Or even deception. Any of those three. Um. Let's see. I'm gonna. Sure, why not? There are some items that we have that may be able to impact that. We have this, and she walks over uh, outside of the adventuring section now into the fashion section. <laughs> it, it's a much more business sort of looking so it's very plain it, this is this is a very like kind of stripped down area but there is a display case with lots of little tins of powders um this is the closest that perhaps our particular services come this powder if imbibed by an individual will make them more susceptible to your um, persuasions. They basically like you more. Think it's impossible not to like me. You, you've heard of a love potion, correct? I have now. No. A potion that would make someone what fall would in love with you. What someone use that for? Um, they would make it's it to... It's pretty manipulative, someone, don't you think? Yes, that is why we don't sell it. 
Oh. You just sell things like it. This is something that would make someone like you a bit more, but not so powerful that they uh, would become completely susceptible to your influences. Mechanically, this is a powder that would, if imbibed by an individual, would give you advantage on uh, persuasion and deception rolls. Uh, how many uses when I get out of it? I mean, if you wanted to, let's say, just put into someone's drink, you'd probably have about 20 uses. How much is this manipulative powder? This is actually an extract from one of our uh, local herbs. And we can sell it for a modest price of 50 gold. Well, I think I will take one of those. Ah, and use it only for good things. The most common purpose for this is actually used during business transactions to make both parties more susceptible to the other's persuasions. It usually makes for better, more long-lasting and advantageous contracts that are less adversarial. We have quite a few business owners here in Nordfeld, and it is common practice in this area. Where do people put that? Do they like put in like drinks? Oh, they usually prepare a meal before they engage in uh, any sort of business negotiations. And they use it so that they are more favorable towards one another. Have we been eating food every time we made a deal with someone? <laughs> Have we been eating food every time? Hmm. Oh no. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps that is what is in those pretzels. <laughs> like, I'll still take it, but, uh... And this place is weird. <laughs> so, I have one more request. Oh, no. Is it a cat? There's a tabaxi god. Hello, tabaxi god. <laughs> Do you have anything that would improve my ability to be stealthy? <laughs> she looks down at your feet. And we may have an item that could help. Oh, I hope it is not shoes that make my feet really tiny. <laughs> or expand out. <laughs> no. But... And I will... Um, since I didn't know you guys were going to ask for... Magic. Uh, night vision goggles specifically. They've had these. I haven't created them in uh, our system that we use. So I will do that afterwards. And I will put it in both of your inventories. Right. Just so you know. And uh, nines, you can add. Uh, I haven't created this item within the system either. You can add I'll just write it down, powder so. of persuasion, 20 uses, and it uh, gives you advantage in persuasion and deception checks on a target that has imbibed it. She leads Ulseth over to um, back into the adventuring section, and there's a rack of boots, and she pulls off a pair that looks to be about the right size. These will soften your steps. 
So mechanically, are these boots of elven kind? Basically, yeah. Okay. So what do they do? They like add one to my. They give you advantage on stealth checks when you're trying to move silently. Hmm. And how much are these uh, sneaky boots? Sneaky sneaks. These run a price of 800 gold. 800 gold for sneaky boots. Mm. I think you should do it. I mean, you're going to lose your money tomorrow anyway. (laughs) Is that your best price? Do you happen to have a, (laughs) say, a pair of used boots? No, we do not. Uh, Before you answer, try eating this pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> we do not have any pairs of used boots. They are a very popular item. Mm. As she says this, a uh, customer walks up, l- looks at kind of like the sizes of boots, and then grabs a pair and walks away. Doesn't pay for them. <laughs> no, he. Th- this customer is clearly like walking around, like getting items. Got a little basket, uh-huh. kind of thing. Uh-huh. Shopping basket. Okay, I will take a pair of the. They uh, must have a lot of money. Boots. <laughs> a pair that's ah, as a size well. that fits my feet. Eight hundred gold then. And yeah, she provides 80, you with a pair of boots of elven kind. You can look those up and add them to your character sheet. Do you have any magic bags that like have a pocket dimension that holds a lot of stuff? I don't know. You call it like a bag of holding. Um, yes, we do have several of those. Really? Yes. What if you put a bag of holding inside a bag of holding? What happens? Then there is a bag of holding inside of a bag of holding. They don't explode. Does that mean it increases the bag of holdings? Holdingness? No. It is simply one pocket dimension inside of another pocket dimension. Can you make it full, though? Can you make what for? Can you fill that pocket dimension until it's full? Yes, of course. So if you put a, another one in there and fill that one, and then put that in that bag... You can have pocket dimensions all the way down. <laughs> How much is the bag of holding? 10,000 gold. That's a lot more money than I have. <laughs> we are creating pocket dimensions when we create these. What if I traded a tabaxi gun? <laughs> tabaxi gun priceless. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you have anything? I'm learning how to pick locks. Do you have anything? <laughs> she like kind of Do you have anything that would make me able to pick locks better? Like some gloves? Um, that is a particular product that we choose not to carry. Oh. Fine. (laughs) Can you enchant musical instruments? I suppose that we could. It depends on the enchantment that you wish to achieve. Hmm. I just need something to enhance my playing. How do you wish to enhance your playing? Whatever gives me like a plus two pooper uh, to my performance. <laughs> a plus two pooper. <laughs> a plus two pooper. <laughs> I don't know. Add some like backing track so there's like more to it. Um, a little reverb. 
<clears throat> Reverb, something that does damage when I play at people, in case they start booing. Um, we could provide such an enchantment like that, a sort of um, stabilizing harmonic effect to help uh, cover up any errors or missed notes, something like that? Yeah, something like that. Not uh, that I missed notes or anything. <laughs> something that could maybe auto-tune what you are doing. That's not real musicianship. I, I wish that I had a voice modulator thing hooked up to just my mic, but our, our setup is already complicated enough because I would definitely throw auto-tune on and just start making jokes but come on let's complicate it further let's do it yeah let's just do it why not there's Wait, no reason not to what could happen tune in in two weeks for your auto-tuned alexis yeah auto-tune no. in oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah unfortunately in multi-mic setups uh you need a fairly advanced system that I just, uh, well, we haven't put the, that kind of money into it if you want so to auto-tune one person. get onto Patreon if you want to hear <laughs> Alexis auto-tune. If you... And and specifically uh, give for that, and uh, she promises to do that. Here's a promise that I'll regret later, I'm sure. If we raise $5,000 from Patreon, I will auto-tune in the arms of an Asimar uh, for everyone. Oh. Live on stream. That would be worth uh, it. After we hit that goal and I make some purchases for the requisite equipment to isolate my mic from the rest of the mixing board. So are we, uh, is there a time limit on that? Or just uh, if we ever hit 5,000? We hit 5,000 within the next calendar year. How about that? Within the current calendar okay. year? Like between now and December Between uh, the time we launch Patreon and the time uh, that a year passes, so roughly August 1st, 2022, mm. if we had $5,000 raised within a single calendar year of being on Patreon, then, um, yeah. And I'll buy the equipment to auto-tune my we, mic. We might be level three by then, too. Live, and I will sing in the arms of an ASMR, and we'll, we'll make a full version of the song. It'll be really a very good use of our time. <laughs> uh, shopkeeper. And your money. <laughs> hey, if that's what the uh, patrons want. Patrons. bros. Pat bros. For a member of Patreon, you could have stopped this. Um, you who are a magic clerk. Magic clerk? Hey, she was still answering my question before like we, we went have, off on tangent. I, I like how we actually have like a group name. We refer to people watching the show. We call them Dungeoneers, and we're just not even calling anything that right now. Um, we, we could probably enchant an instrument to... Um, enhance your performing capabilities and help cover up any errors or flubs. Alright, how much would that cost? I think we could probably accomplish that for a thousand gold. It... Alright, but I have to uh, get rid of this thing. This thing is actually garbage. 
<laughs> your, your your connection to the Zoom call went to complete crap right there. <laughs> so when you said, uh, your this timing thing is on that complete garbage. <laughs> 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 I was just like, it would cost too much to be able to do that. Yeah, I was like, hey, it's going to cost way too much money. And then, then AT&T steps in and delivers a connection. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that you held up your <laughs> busted-ass loot. Yes, and then I threw it. That's where <laughs> that bone came from. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, so I'm guessing you wish a new instrument. Well, I'll just get it at the shop. I know a guy. Oh, okay. Unless it, you, why would you have loots? We we don't. I was uh, supposing from the pile of loot on the floor <laughs> that you would be in need of a new one. Yeah, so I'll go get one, and then we'll come back, and then we'll enchant it. Oh, well, uh, excellent. Can I help you all with anything else? Do you have any communication devices that, you know, we could, if, like... I'm scouting off as a fox. Mm. I can, like, you know, pop make, out. Make fox sounds. I can make fox noises at you. We recently met someone sound. who makes this little fancy disc that lets us, like, talk to each other. And I'm wondering if there's anything similar that we could use inter-party mm. in case we're separated. Like a, I we could be a talkie while we walkie. I believe that we have something like that, yes. Uh, please, over here. And she brings you to the... To, to a display yeah, that has uh, some illustrations where a couple of adventurers are cowering in a cave that seems to have like a boulder in front of it and there's a giant bear like out out front and they're holding up a ring the one's trapped inside in front and are sort of looking like they're talking into it and then there's someone uh, like on a separate stand further away from it holding a ring up to their ear that seems to be hearing what they say. So, uh, she leads you to the stand, and then there's all of these different styles and designs and sizes of these sorts of rings. So, is that why they say when you wish to talk to someone, you say, give me a ring? No one says that. Literally not, no one says that, Tolsef. I have not heard this phrase before, hmm. but perhaps, yes, our marketing campaign is working. <laughs> How much is a... Wait, so can you have three rings that talk to each other? No, rings come in a pair. Okay. Mm. And they are paired with each other. How much are they? The rings for a set are 1,000 gold. We would need to have three sets in order to all communicate with each other. Right. I have nothing interesting to say. Well... Parties are known to share the rings between them based on how they divide themselves up. They we often have change party. hands. Ah, yes. We have learned that that is not a good thing to do. But we still do it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
consequences be damned. I have a mechanical question. Yeah. So, with Wild Shape, I can choose to have my equipment merge with me or not. And if I have a magic item that is not merged with me, I, I still can use its effects. So, for example, if I turned into, like, a cat or an owl, if I still had the goggles on, I might still have dark vision. But it says that the DM, it's up to the DM as to whether or not it makes sense for that magic item to work with an animal, right? So goggles on a dog might work, for example, but goggles on a, you know... On a spider, Spider perhaps. probably wouldn't. Yeah. If I bought boots of elven kind like Ulsa did, would I be able to wear them as a fox? With the, with the rules that are around that, I would generally say no, it, in part because you have a pair of boots, but you have two pairs of feet as a fox. So what if the fox just walks on his hind legs? <laughs> like that. <laughs> I can be a fantastic I mean, Mr. Fox. I'd say that you'd probably suffer a movement penalty and unless you spend a great deal of time training to move about bipedally, then you would probably have to hop, which would sort of negate a lot of the advantage you'd gain from it because now you would be making much more noise. I mean, foxes are already quite stealthy on their own. Yeah, that, I was just wondering if I could, like, use these to... Yeah, I, I think around the basis of... So, objects that don't quite make sense. Goggles on, like, a mouse or a spider or other tiny creatures like uh -huh. that. To, or creatures that have more than two eyes. two eyes. Probably wouldn't make sense. Or, later on, creatures so large that the goggles would have to change dramatically. But if I turned into, like, an owl or something later on I could theoretically have goggles I would, on stuff. I would probably allow for a goggle to, for a set of goggles to appear on an owl yeah or a fox yeah, I think I would allow goggles okay. on a fox yeah alright I just I, I've been thinking about these magic items and I'm trying to wonder if I can still use them in wild shape so yeah I my general rule is going to be if it would cause such a dramatic size shift within the object mm -hmm. That it would, uh, like, break the object's size. So if I turned into like and a chimpanzee, I could still use boots, maybe. But yeah, especially since chimpanzees chimpanzee. are capable of being bipedal, but they can also be quadrupedal yeah. if they choose to use All right. four limbs. To That's move. good. I was just curious how how they worked with um, wild shape under your rule. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Drastic size changes would not really be accommodated by the magic item. So if you're changing, um, like, two size categories, mm -hmm. then they wouldn't be accommodated. Right. And if they would not be physically capable of providing the coverage, yep. for example, the boots and bipedalism, 
Or if I turned into a giant spider, goggles, maybe not. Yeah, that that same sort of process. That That's going to be my All general right. policy. Sounds good. So as you viewers have, have been watching this, this is like a sneak preview of the kind of things that will be happening on the uh, streaming of uh, Dungeon Mastering later. The yes. Dungeon Master Dailies that we'll be yes. posting to, mm -hmm. to YouTube. That was a sneak peek at one of them. I have another Apparently, question, yes. shopkeeper. Yes. We have lately encountered a great lake monster, Sturm Grammy. I'm sure you've heard of him or her. I have not. Well, Sturmgrim, Lake Sturmgrim has a very large and powerful lake monster in it. I was unaware of this. Yes, well, we, we hooked it for a second, but it broke the line. I was wondering if you have anything to help with water, whether it's swimming, breathing underwater, catching giant sea monsters. Oh, yes, we have all sorts of objects that can help with that. She takes you over to sort of a water-based area in the shop where there's some more illustrations. This shop is, like, way bigger than I ever thought it was. It's is this like a department shop. store? <laughs> we, we never went through, like, that doorway. Perhaps, we really Perhaps this is one of those interdimensional incursions I mean, that I was talking about. When you guys first came here, I described that there are actually quite a few shelves and different areas of the store, and you hadn't really gotten into it. So this is the rest of the store. I did mention the first time you entered Drowning in Magic that they cater to oh, adventurers. That's true, but we were poor then. You were poor then, <laughs> and then uh, you are less poor, but you were briefly poor once again. <laughs> you... Do you think you should trust place? It's called Drowning in Magic with water supplies. No, it's oh. a play on the, the people who run it. But they drowned people? They're drow. <laughs> They drowned? <laughs> the, what is here? The, the, the uh, wonderful pictures in this section have uh, an adventurer who's underwater and wearing heavy armor and kind of like reaching up and like clutching their throat. And there's a very clear image of them sort of drowning. And then These another picture. In magic. Another picture has the same, uh, the same sort of looking adventurer slightly different in appearance. Um, this adventurer is wearing several pieces that you recognize from the surrounding displays and giving a thumbs up as they're a-okay underwater. Are these uh, pictures going to show up on our Twitter account by any chance? <laughs> I, I That depends all on Nicole. <laughs> depends on how much free time I have. Oh. <laughs> but these these are the illustrations that I've always had in my head for their marketing. <laughs> so so what do you have here? We have um, items that assist you in breathing underwater, in swimming uh, through water, items that uh, allow you to see better underwater. And you see, it's actually like the same goggles mm. that you have now. Um, they're same just but different. They are the exact same. They're just sort of marketed a little bit differently <laughs> over here. So, do they cost more over here? No, they cost the same. <laughs> oh, so, okay. so wait, what do you have that lets they're you They're not good at marketing. <laughs> ah, well, we have several items. Are you looking for permanent 
underwater breathing abilities or temporary? Oh, I mean, permanent would be better, right? If we, like, were to be dragged under by Sturmgrimmy. <laughs> then you may be interested in this particular choker. And there's this sort of leather choker. It's pretty boring looking, but there's a clasp in the back that has, um, it's like a belt, basically. It's, uh, that's how it's fastened. And she demonstrates, puts it around her neck. This is pretty kinky. Uh, fastens it in place. And then uh, <laughs> she grabs a wand and uh, taps the side of her head, and a bubble of water appears wow. uh, water around her head. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> And then she... It just seems to, you know, stand there for a moment and gives Can a you talk? thumbs up. It, Can, she she does talk, but it comes out like through here is bubbles and then emerges to the other side and it's a little garbled. Could I cast spells with a verbal component? <laughs> can I she, slap she's nodding, the water? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you can slap the water. I, I just splash it, at it. It it splashes. It looks slightly less in volume now. And that just lets you breathe underwater. How much? She grabs the wand at this and taps it twice against the side of her head and the the bubble kind of gets pulled back into the wand. It doesn't really disappear. It's just like it gets sucked back into the wand. And... <laughs> Could you and she's completely drawn. <laughs> yeah, she sets the wand down, takes the collar off. So, these colors are permanent water breathing. They do require attunement uh, to use them, okay. but they yeah are for them. They are for sale for the modest price of nine hundred gold. Mm. I don't know how. Did she just like put the wand like on the like desk, or does she like have a place for it on her body? There's like a, a stand for it that they keep nearby the display. I play with it. Okay, what do you want to do with it? I don't know. I just like tap it on stuff. Uh, <laughs> Until, unless she stops me. <laughs> uh, okay, what do you tap it on first? What's closest to me? Some display. That's racks. not my head. <laughs> There's I some, learned my lesson from that. There's some display racks around you. They're all over the place. I just like to have a display rack. Then a bubble, about this, like a head-sized bubble, you know, appears around the objects. Uh, please don't play with the wand. <laughs> <laughs> and the bubble, the bubble, like, goes back into the wand. I, I put it away since I don't want to get kicked out of the store today. Well, you guys have been very good customers. They're probably going to be a bit more tolerant. <laughs> I'm thinking for swimming stuff, I might hold off because I'll eventually be able to turn into like fish and stuff mm -hmm. because I'm really cool. Well, I could no longer afford what they are charging for the collar of breathing underwater. I am. Thinking, I do not want to be underwater. I am thinking all. of picking up those boots that you bought. Just in case I can't turn into a fox. Uh, but oh, these boots I have are, questions. These boots are too big for you. You well, do not want to yes. pick these up. 
have Tastaxis if you want to cheat at Tastaxis. <laughs> she looks at you going to like, what? No, we do not have cheating Tastaxis. And you then, have regular Tastaxis? And then she um, leans over to you and whispers in your ear. If you want to Stexies, meet me outside in 15 minutes after we're done. <laughs> I'm not really the Stexies person, but she is. But we'll meet you there in 15 minutes after we're done, which is probably like two hours from now. That's <laughs> right, we're going. I mean, every time players can find a magic shop, it's basically a session of shopping, of just hanging out in the magic shop, asking, "What do you got?" So those boots were eight hundred gold. They were eight hundred. I thought they were four hundred. I thought the goggles were four hundred. The goggles were four hundred. Oh, the goggles. Okay. The boots were eight hundred. Do not let them charge you more. Well, since I can turn into a fox, maybe I'll hold on to my money. Then. You guys have like a membership where if we like buy so many things, we get a discount. Ah, we Loyalty don't program. have such a program, but that isn't a bad idea. Maybe I will suggest it and get poor motion. Ah, yes. And you can make us charter members and give us double points. A points system. We How give evil. I mean, genius. <laughs> We keep How giving about referral system? <laughs> oh, referrals? Points? Oh, we shall close all of the other shops in Nuntfeld. Yes, that is goal. I think we created capitalism. <laughs> we, we created we accidentally. You know, I, I was listening to some old episodes for um, getting some references for voices to make sure that uh, since there were some characters you could run into in this session, we'll see if you do, want to get their voices right. And you spent most of episode two talking about whether people were members of the proletariat or not. So I find this interesting that you're now just suggesting capitalism. Oh, well, we have money now. <laughs> <laughs> we're the halves, so. Is that, that is how it works, is it not? <laughs> Well, <laughs> all right. Ma Maggie Ansul. Yeah. Yes. Just and, Maggie. And Nines. <laughs> I am wondering if, since the day is moving along, whether we should not yet vi visit Otto while his store is still. Yeah, open. you're probably right, but no, we have somewhere to be in 15 minutes. So let's go get a pretzel nearby, and then 15 minutes we'll check in back just to see if there's any like cool things happening, and mm -hmm. then then we'll head to Otto. Okay. Because I think I'll hold on to the rest of my money for now. And what's the likelihood it will get stolen? A hundred percent. As long as you don't keep oh, hold it on. in the Let company me, uh, roll of percentile die. where they will steal it right under your very nose. No, that's a hundred percent. All right. So let's get a pretzel and mill around for a little bit. Checking back. We waste 15 minutes, but not in real time. We've already managed That's... to do that. You, you've managed to waste 15 minutes. You go get a pretzel, though? Oh, sure. Is it the, yeah. is it the, it's the you... guy that says have a pretzel day? Do you, do you head back to that store? Would it take about 15 oh. minutes to go there and back? Yeah, I mean, why not? Oh, yeah, then we're doing that. Yeah, yeah we're doing that one. 
You run into Doll. Hi, Doll. He's eating a pretzel. Are you having a pretzel there? He instructed me to have a pretzel day, so I believe I shall follow his instructions. Do well, I see a red light pop up from under his cloak? No. Please. I will. I'll buy a, a pretzel. I will too. All right. Uh, is, I'll look like at Olsaf expectedly. I, I think it's two copper. Is, oh, I think I, it is. Yeah. I've been charging for these particular pretzels. And. I go ahead and roll to I, see. I thought our pretzel checks no, came at buying, the end of yeah, the day. I'm just buying a pretzel. I'm waiting for. Oh, I well, if you don't want to try to make a pretzel check, that's fine. No, I thought no. we made those at night. Typically you do, but you seem to want to make your pretzel check early. No, he wanted to hear. I'm waiting the... for the clerk. <laughs> don't make me say it. You have to say it three times. <laughs> we bought I don't three. get paid enough for this. She gave you a silver last time. Uh, have a pretzel day. Have a pretzel day. Have a pretzel day. Oh, your misery fills me with delight and pretzels. <laughs> I give him a silver. Thank you. I appreciate the sympathy. I'm it's not, not sympathy. No. I'm we not are... sure what this is anymore. We are endeavoring to have a pretzel day. And your well wishes are most welcome. Oh, good. It's like this, hey, the pimpliest faced teenager. All right, let's head back okay, up. Head back. Hey, hey, Dole. Yes. Want to join us in shady back alley to Staxi deals? No, thank you. Are you sure? I have no interest in shady back alley to Staxi deals. That's a shame. All right, let's go get the Staxis. Happy Pretzel Day, Dole. You do the same, I suppose. Is that we'll a, find out. It, it turns to the clerk. Is that a common greeting in this area? No! <laughs> it is. <laughs> you should have it to your cards. Hmm. <laughs> he pulls out his cards. <laughs> you see him making a note. So we return to the alley. Go back the alley. alley behind All right. drowning in magic. Uh, I am just, not above cheating. Just uh, doing a quick perception check to make sure no one's following us. Go ahead. Make that check. Uh, that is a 21. Wow. All right. Mm. You don't believe anyone's following you. So, when you go around behind Drowning in Magic, you see the clerk standing there, and she is uh, looking around, <laughs> making sure that no one else is watching. And she looks at you. No one followed you, did they? No, no I checked. No, no one followed us. No one followed us. <laughs> what sort of taxis are you looking for? These are super rare ones. Ultra, ultra rare, it's the term. I don't have any of the ultra rares on me. They cleaned out my stock last week. Wait, several. who's they? Several middle-aged men <laughs> came and bought everything that I had for the super rares. But I still have some of my special stock. What does that mean? She uh, pulls out 
what looked to be a new set of the ultra stable uh, competition to Staxis. Uh -huh. These are enchanted so that they're easier to stack. Their center of gravity is lower. How detectable is this? If someone were to use a detect magic spell, they would see it, of course. But in competitions, no one is using detect magic. How much are Really? <laughs> no one ever suspects cheating in a children's, yeah, children's stacking game. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they should. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first place I would expect cheating. <laughs> I mean, you guys are contributing to it, so it'll probably start <laughs> being something that they suspect. How much is this? Two gold. Two gold? That's not very much. For a set of ten. Full competition set, more, st more stable than the standard. I think you should do it. All right, but since we're back here and being all sneaky, do you have any gloves that'll help me block pick locks? She looks around. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. Oh, guidance. Um, ten. Come back and see me next week. Maybe I'll have something. Alright, well, I'll buy the cheating to taxis since they're only two gold. Okay. So you wouldn't cheat if it was more expensive than that? No, probably not. <laughs> Alright. Um, anything else that you, you want to buy? Under the table. In this clandestine meeting <laughs> of Tistaxi cheating. Shall we go then to Otto? Oh, do you want to get information on those middle-aged men that bought the nice ones? Hmm. No. Yes, perhaps they are wholesalers or resellers. Oh, those are the worst type of people. I know we haven't killed anyone since we started broadcasting, but if we were going to kill someone, <laughs> it, it would be, be the middle children's game. stacking game. <laughs> Scalpers of children's Definitely. stacking games. Absolutely. Right. Why not, in fact? <laughs> well, let's head to Otto. Yes. Fuck the rest of the session. I'll redesign <laughs> to be just like vigilante hunting of children's card game cheaters. Let's go to Otto. And scalpers. Make it so. All right. Um... You head off to Autos, and uh, on the way there, you decide that we should take a little break mm. because we've been going for a couple hours now. So, uh, so we stop and get another pretzel. <laughs> Somehow, I mean, you guys went to a magic shop. That's how. Yeah. That that is how you did that. So we're we're gonna take a little break. We'll be back after the break. Um, and we'll see you soon. All right, you're back.
Welcome back, everybody. We returned from break. Hope you had a chance to freshen up. We did. Feel better. Got some more wine. And uh, let's get back into the episode. The group was on their way to uh, see Otto Hartfeld after spending uh, a fair bit of time at the magic shop, buying useful adventuring gear, looking at amusing if um, perhaps ineffectual marketing materials, and then purchasing a rigged testaxis. So there you go. And now on your way to see Otto. You know the way to Otto's shop pretty well, so you make it there without any real issue. And when Did anyone see us buy those uh, illicit testaxis? Not that you know of. Well, then I'm going to do a perception check. Make right. sure no one's following us and trying to stop us from cheating with the staxes. Okay. Did you say you cast Guidance? Nope. I did and not I say. Didn't, but I still rolled a 24. You are fairly certain that no one is following you. That's good, because we did just buy some illegal Tastaxis. You did. They're only illegal if you use them. <laughs> It'd be great if it actually was illegal to have it. Just period. Yeah. I mean, technically they're not illegal. They just aren't regulation tournament to Staxies. And you would probably be disqualified from a tournament. They're, they're not exactly <laughs> like hot, you know. hot goods. Yeah. No, I'm going to, I'm leaning into this. We just committed a terrible crime. Definitely to, to at least are we there yet? You, you committed a felinelony? <laughs> no. Felinelony? No, we're going to Otto's. Are we there yet? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was about to say you guys found it. and then, oh, okay. Then you wanted to go back down the Tistaxi hole. So you're there. We have to dig our way out of it. <laughs> Possibly by stacking things below us to get out of the hole. When you uh, go back into Otto's shop, a familiar bell noise greets uh, you. Uh, oh, it's a bell. the bell! I hit it. It makes a beautiful little charming ringing. But slightly different than the last time. Each time mm -hmm. it's just slightly different. So, and I, I hit it. Again. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys just keep like changing the tune up. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I hit it three times. <laughs> I know. You hear three different tunes. Uh, Are you here? Are you kidnapped again? <laughs> Otto comes slowly emerging from the wall panel that leads to the back that you guys are familiar with now. Oh, it's nice to see you all, yeah. What can I do for you? Well... We wanted to check in, see how you're doing. I'm getting better. Mm. Have oh. you stayed hydrated? I have. Oh, good. So how's the state of the uh, room or it's, shop? It's much cleaner. Okay, those bandits actually mm -hmm. did clean. Do you think they're going to uh, 
make their own cleaning company, Bandits uh, Cleaners? Probably. As you say that, one of the bandits emerges from behind Otto with a little, like, tea cart. Which one is it? It's the first one. The guy who, okay. The dwarf. Yeah. And Otto gives him a smile as he sits down in his chair and pours a little bit of tea for Otto and um, then scuttles off into the back. Is he like working? Well, you really house trained him. <laughs> it just needed someone to take a chance on him. That's He's very a sweet. good lad. We're big on redemption stories here. Yeah, Except most. for Maggie. What do you mean? I'm right here. <laughs> oh, he knows. I know. Most folks we have all know. Hard time trusting people like him. It takes someone who lived that life, I suppose, to take a chance on him. Oh. Now I'm sure that you're all here to kind of padding around as he's talking. Follow up on some business. business. Reaches behind and <laughs> pulls out a pipe. So why have you been smoking that? Just a couple moments. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, in general. <laughs> Oh, a hundred years or so. What's so it in? took like 200 years out of your life. Mm. A life lived well is better than a life lived boringly. Wait, what's in it? <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Can I identify what is in it from the smell? Um, you, you know that there's some form of like a tobacco in there. And oregano. Plus, <laughs> plus some other things. You're not sure what those other things are? But it's more than just tobacco. But you can definitely smell like a pipe tobacco in there, mm -hmm. which has, uh, for people unfamiliar, kind of a, a sweet and musky aroma when it's smoked. Um, so do I want to deal with my stuff first or nines before he completely freezes? Hmm. I think we might be too late for that. I yeah. just need no fire emblem stunned. Yeah, now nines is going to be the floating head for the rest <laughs> of the session. Yeah, you, you used just, up, you you used up that, your daily bandwidth. And you need that it. internet upgrade. Yeah. So. Well, this uh, this usually happens about at yeah, this point AT &T. in the session. AT <laughs> So, um, <laughs> you are, if I remember, looking for an update on. This piece of scrap, pulling yes. out the the griffin scrap that you had given to him. I have some information about this. I've also crafted a 
middle touch for our furry friend over there. And I have a bit more information on your quarry core month, if mm -hmm. you want to know it. Really? It's um. not much, but it might help you understand him. Well, yeah, do him in whatever order you feel is best. Well, since your griffin is at the top of my head, I'll stop there. Best to get the thoughts where they're fresh. Otherwise, you might forget you had them. Now, this is, uh, I feel I need to qualify what I have come to understand about your griffin. I don't know exactly where this comes from, but it bears the signs of many other places. Are not too many families that use a griffin as their house sigil. Most of them are located far to the south, in the most southern oceans, as that's where many griffins have roosted over the millennia. But there's one closer. It is a family of some renown, actually, living in the Karma Republic. And he gets a little more of a serious look on his face. Lowers his face and his glasses slide down his nose a little bit as he does so. The most famous family to use a griffin are the Ulfsdane Grotfels. Ulfsdane... Grot? G-R-O-T-T-F-E-L-L with a hyphen between Ulfsdane and Grotfell. Isn't Ulfsdane the royal family? Ah, the last knows her political history. Not really, but we just got a primer on it the other day. <laughs> yes, the Ulfsdanes are the ruling family of Glindring, the founding family of the Cormerian Empire. They stretch back lines through the millennia. They, like many royal houses and other aristocrats and those who fashion themselves to be so, have cadet branches that form. As powerful families become one and then want to establish themselves as something a bit separate. You know how it is. A little bit of ego, well, <laughs> a lot of money, and of course, uh, some soul of arrogance. The Ulfstein Grotfels are a cadet branch of the Ulfsteins. 
one of the few remaining lights. Most cadet branches lasted only a generation or two before they disappeared, but the Grotfells, they've proven to be more resilient. They come from uh, Mount Grotfell originally. That's not where they hold court anymore. But it is where they get their name. Where are they now? In a city called Ironvale. Which is in the northern parts of the Cornwall Republic. Originally they came from Mount Grotfell. But they haven't had residence there for, well, more than a thousand years. Several generations of dwarves. Their sigil is the Griffin. And Grotfell is well known to host the northernmost roost of griffins. It's seen as a symbol of where they came from. Although, many in the royal courts have often, in the past, teased them for their position. <laughs> the story goes that they were forced to take the griffin as their sigil because they wanted to have a dragon on their banner like the Ulfstains themselves. <laughs> but the Ulfstains wouldn't allow it. Didn't want them getting too big for their britches, I suppose. I can't say for sure that this is related to them, as this is not a banner that represents their usual iconography. Their heraldry is, well, more regal than this silver and blue. But no one else in this area uses a griffin. So I can only assume it must be part of their family line. I wish I could tell you more, but that's all my notes led me to understand. I hope it's helpful nonetheless. Yes, this is more information than I've ever gotten on this. Doesn't surprise me. No one I've known has anything like this around. But the griffin is a bit of a dead giveaway. At least to those of us in the business. Well, thank you very much, Otto. Of course. Anything I can do to help the people who saved me from those terrible bandits who turned out to not be so terrible. He says this as the second of the three bandits now comes through and um, brings out a, a box with, uh, you know, some nice, like, bow, kind of tying it together. Ah, thank you. This is just in time for our furry friend over there. Yeah. That's me! And you're moving again. That's amazing! I was just frozen for a while. Oh, yeah. Inexplicably. 
There you go, my friend. Take this and tell me what you think of it. He hands you the box. I open said box. Inside, you find a, a, a set of two things. The first is a uh, large, well, you know, about uh, six inches in diameter, a piece of carved wood. And on the wood, and this is intricate carving, very delicate, very precise. And on the wood is um, a pattern of some of your stripes. And there are little bits and pieces of instruments that are kind of hidden, woven right into the stripe design themselves. And it's all melding together in this very interesting uh, seal, this crest that combines lutes, zithers, ocarinas, so recorders, a whole variety of instruments into your stripe patterns. And there is a small brass ring that has the same seal on its head, just much smaller. It's only about an inch in diameter. And it is a ceiling ring. I believe this was something that you'd wanted. I hope the design meets with your approval. This is great. I don't even know how you remember all these stripes. <laughs> I have a very sharp memory. I notice patterns and uh, have an ability to weave them together with ideas. It's why I'm so good at this. I am fairly certain I got a zipper after I talked to you. A pretty popular instrument around here. <laughs> I know, but I didn't really mention it. I mean, there's other instruments that you don't play. Like woven in here. There's um, dulcimers, there's harmonica kind of uh, pieces to this. A tuba. The, <laughs> there's. No one plays tuba. <laughs> <laughs> the, there's a whole. Speaker. There's some like xylophones in there, all kind of woven into this design. Well, this is great. This is making me a legit musician. I like that loser, the voice. Who sucks? And turn over the wood piece. And then I flip it over. On the other side, there is um, your name that's carved in here in just beautiful calligraphy. It's a truly a gorgeous, flowing, elegant script. And then underneath it, it says plus one. <laughs> this is perfect. This is 10 out of 10. We're not naming our group nines plus one. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Why? We already have seal. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm glad that it meets with your approval. This is what I brought to table. Why are you bringing a name helpingness? Um, <laughs> the salt earners. Salt earners. <laughs> the worth their salt. <laughs> the salt worthier. <laughs> Good salt worthy. <laughs> you who are Otto. The Arkenness. You you had said that you have That'd information. That'd be terrible group name. <laughs> that you had information about Coromont. And I really wish that you would begin to provide that to us so that we do not continue dithering about salt names. <laughs> That's strangely specific. <laughs> um, what I discovered about your friend, Carmanth, is something that you've probably learned a bit of already. Not friend! His original name was Corin. But he is from here, and that was his family's house. His family name is Holtschnitzer. But the tale of the family, like so many of the period, is quite a sad one. Decades ago, the family was quite up and coming. There were a wood-carving couple. Both of them, Sabine and Ricky, were their names. They were incredibly talented. Some of the best that Nordfield has ever seen. They made a business out of their skills. Sign-making, uh, print production for artists. Engraving decorative pillars, anything that they could carve, they did it more beautifully than anyone else. They uh, unfortunately died in the great fever, like so many, leaving their young son Corin behind. For a little while, it seemed like maybe everything would be okay, but None of the people that they'd trained had quite enough skill to keep the business going. Not without the total legion oversight of Sabine and Ricky. They truly were the masters of their craft. And nothing could maintain it after they died. Soon after their death, a month or two as best as I can find, Corin disappeared. I was able to trace some of his activities to places here in town, and then he went went south. Seems that some people recall him in Drogmara. There are a couple of records of a young boy trying to open a wood carving shop there, but it seemed that he lacked his parents' skill. What you're saying is he couldn't cut it in the woodcutting business. <laughs> he couldn't carve out a place in that industry. Oh, such a sad tale, but just still quite busy. <laughs> uh, after so you're he... saying it would and work out? 
I suppose that is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh no. Oh, um, after he spent some time in Drogmata, he, he apparently went further south and took up a new name at some point. I lost track of his trail when he entered the Como Republic. Whatever he did there changed that little boy. And he became what he is now. A dick. Mm, it seems to be that way indeed. So, unfortunately I can dig no more information for this person. He seems to have lived a great deal of his life in secrecy, especially after he left Mara. So you say that he was south in the Gomer Republic. <clears throat> Do you have any knowledge of him going to Costeria? Not that I could find, but mm. it is possible. The Como Republic and the Costerians are frequent trading partners. If he found his work in something that involved international travel or trade, he likely would have gone there. He's clearly made a name for himself in a rather dubious business. Costerians aren't particularly known for their underhandedness. But it certainly doesn't escape them. Well, <clears throat> it is much appreciated that you have found out this information and shared it with us. And I know that Nines is very well pleased <clears throat> with the, the sigil and, and ring that you have made. Well, I'm very glad to have met you all. Anything... I am very glad to have saved your life as well. Mm, that's good. Is there anything else that this old turtle can help you with today? I'm. I don't think so. I think. If you learn anything more about Zoria's fragment of a flag, um, please do send word to us. Can did he return that to me? Yeah, and yeah, he gave you the just my attention. the scrap of flag back. Well then, where shall we go now? I would like to go to Iron Vale. Let us return to the company house to make sure that we do not have a, someone who <laughs> has very direct <laughs> who has asked for us by name. Um, and if there is no more for us to do here in town. Except perhaps if we need to deal with Ludor. Um, well, I have to go buy a loot right now because I broke my other one. That's right, you did. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you broke the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> well then, let us go shopping for our loot and then return to the company house and begin to make plans. Okay. Right. I'm guessing that you want to go back to that same uh, magic shop Sorry, not a magic shop. Instrument. Instrument store, music store that you went to last time. Uh, not unless you want to create a new uh, voice. <laughs> uh, no, not particularly. 
Yes, I just burst right in. All right. Uh, Excuse me, I need loot. Um, yes, of course you do. <laughs> well, welcome back, sir. We are so glad to have you here. How can Insight I... Insight check. Yeah, guidance. <laughs> that didn't sound genuine at all. Uh, that's a 13. You get the sense that he's probably not as glad to see you as his words suggest. But you're not sure if it's because he doesn't like you or if he's just having a hard day. I don't know. How close are we to closing? You know, fairly close. You guys spent a lot of time at the magic <laughs> store. <laughs> Just How long do I there. want to spend in here now? Just by there. They can't kick you out. <laughs> yes, that's how it works. <laughs> Just buy their nicest loot. You know, I already have nice loot. You, you just have to get it back. And you get it back by becoming famous for playing the loot. Well, we can just get okay loot. They probably don't even have really great loots anyway. I say this right in front of them. <laughs> Not not to him, but just right in front oh, of yeah, him. Oh, yeah, I figured you were completely disregarding his existence for the moment. Because <laughs> um, I need okay loot. Better one that is in pieces right now. <laughs> he rocked out a little hard. Of course. Uh, we have a uh, moderately priced loot over here at uh, one gold, five silver. And we have um, a, a slightly uh, improved version made with warmer sounding materials for uh, two gold, seven silver. Let's see the two gold, silver, silver one. Mm, very good. Um, here, I should write you up a receipt and feel free to take the warm We'll have to try it first. Oh. Well, of course, you just seemed so sure that that's what you wanted. Uh, please uh, feel free to try the model on the wall. What's your most expensive loot? Do you really want to see it? Yeah. Well, how much is it before I see it? <laughs> it is 20 gold. All right, I'll buy it. Oh, OK. <laughs> Do you want to play it? I can't play it. Why do you want to <laughs> buy it? I'm giving it to him. It's your money. <laughs> do you still want the loot you're holding? No. And I can't play just throwing it, but I just put it back down. <laughs> um, he goes to the back. And it takes it takes about 10 minutes for him to return and he returns with in a, a case. Wow, they have a case for this one. It's um, it's not uh, quite rectangular. It's uh, bottom edge is longer than its top edge to, so, you know, make a rough instrument shape here, but it's not like a shaped case like you might find today. He sets it down on the counter 
there is a key, and he opens... Oh, that's why Soria wants it. <laughs> Practice. He opens the three I'll locks. i No, I'm just kidding. He opens the three locks on the case with the key. He places uh, the key down on the counter and a twin of the key with it. To, and inside is one of the most gorgeous loots you've ever seen in your life. It's My not... Second most gorgeous. It's not quite as pretty as your f family's loot that the voice uh, obtained and you believe stolen. I know it was stolen, voice and head. <laughs> <laughs> Who made this loot? Um... Uh, and this loot was made by the owners of the store themselves. Heinrich? Yes. Wow. They are well-practiced instrument crafters. It is actually made from the branches of one of our elder trees here. All right. Well, here's to platinum. Thank you. There you go, Ninth. Oh, so we're done now? Yeah, I think so. Unless you oh, need something okay. else. <laughs> so, do you want to try no, playing? No, we just need it? to go to Magic Shop and get them sorted on that. <laughs> All right, um, you guys are just dropping money today. This is great. We're gonna lose it next episode. So. <laughs> Why do you think you're gonna lose the next episode? I don't know. It just seems to be what happens. You have so, to spend money. I've got to you make guys it. apparently so paranoid. Someone might steal your money for some reason. Possibly think that. I have a loose grasp of wealth still. Did did you not arrange for nine oh, to are have rich. another playing opportunity at the Blackwell Bar? I think so, yeah. If he wants it. I do remember that. They were going to pay him the uh, gold or something. Yes. Something more than the I can't yeah, even buy time. you an instrument. <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to do you want to try out your new instrument at the bar? You don't just play new instrument in front of audience. Oh. Have you ever performed music before? Only Bollywood throat singing. <laughs> I don't think the Blackwell Bar would appreciate that. Hmm. So do you well, want? Well, first let's get this enchantment, and then once that's done, then we can go to Blackwell Bar. Okay. All right, you lead the way. So we hurry back to Drowning in Magic. Thank goodness it's going to close <laughs> soon. You're catching this right under the wire. <laughs> when you... If I remember correctly, they have a night slash day staff. But... Hmm. They do. They don't really close, but they do sort of shut down a lot of their operations. And it's more maintenance and just sort of taking some more. So you could place an order, but they stop the sale of a lot of their items at a certain hour. Yes, I am here to enchant my instrument. To replace that one on ground right now. A familiar face turns around from the counter. Oh, hello. It is good to see you all again. It's uh, Samuel. Insight check. <laughs> who is one of the three owners of the store. I rolled an eight. You think he's probably glad to see you? 
Yes, he doesn't deal with the customers. <laughs> it's nice to see you all again. I was made aware that you would likely be bringing an instrument back. Yes, and I was quoted 950 gold. Is that what you were quoted? I don't look at the receipts. I think yes. now that she said 800. What, what yes, is 800. It? What was it that you were hoping to have done? Well, we were getting enchantment to help performance. Cover bad notes that I don't hit. Oh, uh, oh, that's, um, it is not a very complicated enchantment. It does require attunement to... What else am I going to attune to? My shoes? <laughs> I tap them, click them three times. Those require two slots of attunement. <laughs> oh. One for each foot. So that's why those went... <laughs> Wait, they, don't they make a noise? <laughs> They're comically large now. I like the armor, by the way. I'm in my purple suit still. Oh, I'm very glad that you liked that. Uh, Yadat uh, had a challenging time creating that particular piece of work. That's very nice. Um, yes, I am sure that 800 gold is just fine. Then I'm going to pay in full and you will give me receipts saying it's paid in full. Um, of, of course, I, I don't usually do this, but, uh, here. He goes and grabs a, like a pad of sale receipts and writes up a Right of sale and indicates it's been paid and hands you the receipt uh, and says that will be 800 gold. Okay, here is 80 platinum. Oh, and I good. just count it one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> and when it gets high enough, I just stab, slap it down. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate this. You all have brought a great deal of business in here today. Yes, what should I expect it to be done? This enchantment is not too difficult. It is an enchantment that you must connect with. Hence the attunement. It... It understands what your intent is. And then, should you fail to perform that intent, it helps fill in the blank and correct errors. It doesn't take too terribly long. I would say just a day or two to achieve this. Then excellent. We shall be back in a day or so. Very good. Mm. Uh, is there anything else I can help you all with? Mm. You want to look at that rope again or are we good? No, I do not wish to have the rope. All right. <clears throat> do, you, do you need to ask about Stacking taxi to taxis to taxis. No, I have a terrible time saying that. I do not understand. Oh, we didn't do anything with the taxis in this store, Olsaf. Nothing illegal. No. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I was just wondering if you, you happen welcome. to collect them. I do not collect to taxis. Oh. No. I was asking for a friend. He's not middle-aged enough. <laughs> Poor child enough. Let's go to the Blackwell bar. 
why he doesn't have a loot anymore. Well, to make arrangements for his his performance when he, he has his really had arrangements. We did not play data, I do not think. Sort of. Sort of. Why he has an ocarina that he can why don't play. We just head back sort of. and rest. We've had a long day. We have a lot of bags full of shopping. <laughs> What, what you guys? Can we carry with us all the way? You know what Hattos? you guys did? You pretty womaned this. Uh huh. That's what you did. You walked in like a credit card and just bought a bunch of crap. It's excellent. I still actually have a lot of money. Yeah. I should have bought more garbage. Let's head back. Have okay. some dinner. Okay. Maybe they have glazed carrots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you walking out back already? Or are you having this debate yes, in the... Yes, I'm no, not. walking back. Yeah. All right. And I did not uh, turn my shoes back to normal, by the way. <laughs> so you're when lagging you, When you walk with them, extend it out like that, they make sort of a... Oh, I was hoping for, like, a duck quack. Quack, 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 quack. I mean, nines can make a duck quack <laughs> if he wants to as he's walking, but the shoes themselves go That's what they do mm -hmm. Well done. These things are gonna be sentient in the final boss <laughs> we go. We go. <laughs> No, I have to assemble it first, so I have to get like five other Discount inane magic, magic items <laughs> From all over the country. Yeah, like a glove that you go and it like inflates. I would use that all the time to challenge people to duels. Just what? One second. <laughs> all right. So we head back, and we we're back. As you're about halfway home, you hear someone running behind you. Perception check. I look behind me. <laughs> there is a familiar face running up. Although you haven't seen this person in a couple of weeks. So it takes you a second to recognize them. And it is Franklin Shortbeard III. Mm. He's the guy who was um, hired to kill us. Which one? That's not of the one who works. Short list. The one who works for me, Maggie. <laughs> Franklin? <sighs> Uh, within like a minute or so, a bunch of uh, Franklin's crew comes tearing up other side streets, all running and like converging on him. Are you here to kill us again? <sighs> I need to uh, ooh, look at a bit more. Oh. Okay. We need to work our charade system. <laughs> you, uh, you're, you're, you're in trouble. Because we're not good with money? N what? No, <laughs> no. These, oh. Did that child come and find you and break, try to break your legs to get his money? With a crowbar? No. <laughs> this crowbar? <laughs> what are you all talking what about? Are you talking about? What are you talking What's about? What's going on? Ludolf. You're what about him? Did he hear you talking about him? He no. He got out of his house arrest, I suppose you'd call it. 
He broke out of his house? He escaped. Oh. Don't know how he did it. He probably left. But, but uh, he was being watched by guards. But he's holed up in his, uh, well, his safe house. Moved a lot of the goods that he had back at his normal place. And, uh, he's got a hit out on you. How much? Uh, enough for you to be hired to do something to us. You did try to kill us before. Oh, he sent uh, me and my boys out here to get you. Uh, you know, we hires folks. We've been working for him. And how else are we going to make a living? Not exactly. Get a job! Well, this is our job. Get a real job! It is a real job. Is this a killing no? people? Not job. <laughs> we don't kill anyone. Uh, what does the military do? We're not the military. Okay, are you here to kill us? No, that's the point. Look. So it's not your job. Ludolf He's is not good at it. Ludolf's done, you know, what I thought was a lot of good for the community in the past. He, you know, kept things nice. First, that uh, the his restaurant's pretty nice. It's a nice place for everyone to gather. He takes in a lot of folks that no one else wants to give a job to. But uh, last while, he's gotten kind of dark. I don't know what's got into him, but he just—he's not who he used to be. He's more obsessed with... Maybe he's one of you. It's a side effect of the mind control stuff I did. Though. He's, he's got agendas and lists of people that he wants taken out. It's a problem. And we'd all been sort of trying to delay doing any of this work, but he's getting right mad. And when he sent us out to try to get you all and put a hit out on the streets for you, well... Boys and I, we we won't stand but for that. Uh, no one that to you know tries to save people and not kill them in my line of work is respectful folk. You know, I don't get a whole lot of respect, and most people wouldn't have thought twice about killing all of us. But uh, you you spared us, so I would never raise my arms against you. It'd be. Uh, not disrespectful. I came here to tell you. And if, uh, if you want, we all talked about it. And we'd help you, uh, trying to take down Ludolf. He's too vicious. Something's changed in him. Become too greedy or something, I'm not sure. So you're asking us by name for help? I guess so. Yeah. Can you tell the company house that you want to hire us for like, you know, I'll give you the gold for it, but they have to hire us. It would look really good on our resume. <laughs> I, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, let's go fill out the paperwork then. Paper? What? You can spell, um, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how to write. Okay. Okay, come on, boys. Let's <laughs> go fill out paperwork. This is really important for us. <laughs> they 
All right, so they follow you back to the company house. Where we just do some paperwork, and then we... <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take since I didn't retract my shoes yet? <laughs> it took a little while longer. Also, carry nines. You're getting used to walking in them. Okay. Am I proficient in walking in them? No. I wouldn't say you're proficient, no. Not yet. You don't have big, floppy, clown shoes proficiency yet. <laughs> All right. Okay. But uh, so we've, we've completed the contractual requirements. <laughs> they... They hire you for how much do you want to be hired for? Um, I give them two gold to hire us. Okay. To hire us. So you guys will get about a gold fifty. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll get so we'll each get half a gold from my gold. Yes. <laughs> from your two gold. Yeah. Each of you will get half a gold. I did just buy a twenty gold loot. So, <laughs> so I'll cover our mission. <laughs> All right. Cost of so, but we were hired by name. Yep, <laughs> you were hired by name. <laughs> All right. Said so you were. Ludorf. I know your arm's tired from signing all those papers, y but you no, mean no, Franklin? Sorry, Franklin. Sorry. Well, why did we have to kill Ludorf? Franklin. Who knew there were so many oh, papers to sign in, uh, you know, mercenary work? Now, will you lead us to Ludorf so we can fulfill our contract with you? Yeah, but look, we gotta figure out how we want to approach it. If you just go and attack him, there's way too many. Hmm. Can you get us near there so we can get a look at what we're dealing with? Um, yeah, sure. Um, I think there's probably a couple of houses that will let us in. Gotta be really sneaky about it, though, alright? He's got people watching all the corners of the street. Hmm. You're good at being sneaky now. And better. <laughs> you could you could turn into a spider or a Yeah, thing. or like a rat. Mm-hmm. That would be appropriate. All right. Um, now, having hired yourselves uh -huh. to do a job. No, we hired someone to hire Soloth, us. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. We subcontracted ourselves. <laughs> Soloth just stood there. Like, <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> hired by name. The, the named group that definitely has a name. You yes, nine plus one. <laughs> we go. You head we over have into the a pretty residential area of the city. Mm -hmm. I retract my shoes, by the way, because <laughs> I don't oh, want to get jumped. <laughs> and you're led to um, kind of a nondescript area. It just looks like a whole bunch of houses, you know. All lined up on the street. Nothing, nothing stands out about this. And yeah, you're right on the edge, kind of at the end of this street. And Franklin looks to you. All right, just hang on a minute, okay? We gotta be careful about this. So, I don't think they're looking out. So uh, let's be quick and be quiet. All right. And he starts kind of leading you down the street and like hiding under um, little awnings and behind stairs and things, trying to be sneaky. I need all three of you. I to... just 
turn into a big rat and <laughs> well does this area look like it it's kind of nice though right i wouldn't ever it's it's not like a super nice area seeing a rat here it you don't think that it would raise a lot of suspicion you could be a little squirrel i turn in oh no that would have a fly speed I was thinking of some bugs, but mm. most of those have fly speeds, and I can't do that. I will just turn into a fox since we're stealthing. And okay. I have good stealth. Sure. And but right before I do, I'll give guidance to Nines, who is the only one who won't have any sort of bonuses. All right. Well, I got a 21 then. Are we all stealthing? Yeah. I rolled in that 20 plus 5. Nice. Jeez. Uh, With advantage, I got a uh, ten. I I'm gonna kind of apply the the group averages rule here, and because <laughs> I, nines and Soria did particularly distance. well, they actually help kind of guide you and like stop you from making some more grievous errors and drawing just attention. quietly headbutt you when you're about <laughs> to step on a loose stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you manage to make your way to yeah, a house that looks slightly more run down than some of the other surrounding it. You know, the windows are a little dirty and some of the paint is peeling, but it's not in complete disrepair. It just needs a little TLC. And Franklin stops at the door and makes uh, you know, a knocking sequence that gets a return knock and they kind of pass back a knocking password a few times and then the door opens. He says, oh, come on in quick. And when you follow him inside, you see that there's, in addition to the four or so, that were hanging out with him in the streets when you met him. There are another six or seven guys in here. We should have done insight check before we came in here. I can't do a fox scream really well. I wouldn't want you to. I I don't need to blow out the ears of our listeners on a podcast. Um, The... The group all looks at you, and uh, Franklin says, Oi, these are the ones that uh, I told you about. They're going to help us take down Ludorf. They uh, they paid to take down Ludorf, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we're also hired to do it. You hired yourselves. I'm not sure why you no, did that. Oh, you hired us. You, yes. You paid me us. to hire you. Well, I subcontracted you to hire us. <laughs> I mean, you're nice folks, but I don't think you're the brightest. <laughs> so, Thank you uh, for hiring us. <laughs> yes, you've clearly seen my character sheet. Down at the end of the street is Ludolf's uh, place. It's got two houses next to each other. It's been hiding out in there. I've done a little scouting. He won't let us inside. But we got a couple of plans on how we might get in. And that's where we're going to end today's session. Mm-hmm. I would uh, <laughs> normally go on a little bit longer after a break, but 
if we do, it's gonna cascade and do uh, something that would take the session way too long. And so, I mean, you know how that goes. Sometimes you start something and you just couldn't get out of it in time. So we and now we get to just off. jump right into a heist. Uh, yeah. So we will wait for this, uh, you know, exciting conclusion to Ludorf, who's on the rampage, apparently, out for blood to get you guys. Till next I week. I told you we should have taken him out. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, um, not sure he would have gone out on a date with you. <laughs> not even Maggie. What if I made, like, what if I was just him? Mm, more likely then. <laughs> would you date yourself? Hmm. We'll find out. Okay, I, I think Ludorf would. So, uh, thank you everyone for tuning thank in. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we will see you all next week. And we're going to have some more exciting information. Now coming out about the Patreon and its launch. We hope you guys pay attention on social media over the next uh, coming days and weeks as we get that up and running. Thank you very much. Thank you. We love you all. Good night. Bye. Bye.